You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. This is episode 224. Uh, a couple announcements. Number one, make sure you go to the archive. I talked to a lot of funny people. I said every time uh, Lucas McQuarrie was on, Hans Kim was on, uh, Joe Barksdale, JT Kelly, uh, Chris Tan, the list goes on and on. So go back to them. Uh, check it out. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That's where the feedback is. If you're listening to this, hopefully you're already subscribed. Uh, leave a review. Do all that good stuff. That would help me and get this comic some recognition. Somehow, I don't know. Uh, but without further ado, let me introduce my guest. I got the very funny Ben Howard in the, in the building. How you doing, man? Not too bad. Thank you, back. Thank you. No, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Sorry for the lateness, technical difficulties, as it's, always. Yeah, it always yeah, happens. That happens. Every podcast I've ever been. I've never been to a comedy show or a podcast that has started on time. There's no such thing. It doesn't No, happen. so some always happens. It, actually, no. I've been to one, um, but they had like a full-on production crew type shit. A podcast? Yes. Oh, yeah. It that was had, the, that has the yeah, guys like, in the booth and all the, that. The sixteen-year-old and he has like five monitors <laughs> and and the soundboard that they use in, you know, at P Diddy's studio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, the, the fucked up thing is that it's like the the sixteen-year-olds are the ones that are like more suited to do that than us. That yeah. are like you know in our late twenties to thirties. Like it's it's. I ain't got time for the shit. I don't know how to do any of that. I I shouldn't even have an iPhone 11. Like <laughs> I don't know. You don't want to know? I know. I have no interest in knowing with the thing. That's that's like I like dating and stuff now. Like I uh, like younger girl. Like I can't even talk to younger girls. There's no. Yeah, I, you got no. I, I you know yeah. what? I I I can. And I'm not that old. I probably nobody's been on the show that that uh, everybody's been younger than me on the show. Yeah. So I am older than you. Point is. Being, I do agree. Being around twenty year olds, I just can't. Actually, I think my my bar is at thirty three. That's like where you would prefer. Yeah, if you if yeah. you're thirty, if you're under thirty three, I I can't. I got nothing. That's I'm twenty eight. I mean, I would prefer. I, I like older girls. Um, older being yeah, I'd say about like thirty two, thirty three. That's considered older. I mean, for me, I'm twenty eight. Like no, old, so, older so, than me, I don't mean like you know they have like teenage children. Like I don't mean like they that. Could have to, you could have teenage children. I am sure you could, <laughs> but no, I mean, but it's like there's because the, that's we kind of there's it's a similar life view a lot of times, and yeah. Life experience, and then I get you know twenty two year olds. I'm trying to. I'm an old man. They're like, do you have a Snapchat? I'm like. No, but I remember when it was invented. Like, does that count? <laughs> but, but you know what? I, I always thought, well, I didn't know how old you were, but Alicia, to me, you always come across as a, uh, like, older statesman kind of thing. Like, you might be 28, but your demeanor says that you're older. I appreciate that. I, I, I mean, I, I'm assuming it's a compliment. It's, uh, old soul type shit. Yeah, I've been told that a lot. I mean, my two best friends are 39 and 35. Like, you know, they're... Oh, old fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm they're, 39, they're fuck over, you. They're over the hill. <laughs> they're dying, no, but, so, they're dying soon, dude. Shit. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I, got, I got so much to offer to the world. You can't just... You're a good looking 39, though. Black don't crack. That's true, Yeah, and right? African doesn't bend. So <laughs> I'm good. Does. That's where are you from originally? Senegal, yeah. Senegal. Senegal, yeah. I always say my dad is 70. He looks just like me. 
Really? That gives me hope. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'll, I'll, I'll be all right. I'll yes. be all right. That's I need to not age like my father. Oh, really? What does yeah. it look like? He he hit fifty and suddenly he's like hunched over Yeesh. and like you just you have thinning hair. And I'm like, please don't let that be on my horizon. I love that I like both my dad and my brother have receded have had receded hairlines uh-huh. and basically are going bald. And my brother's 35. Like you know, my dad just turned 60, and uh, I'm and they they both are losing their hair. And I mean, my dad lost his hair forever ago, and my brother uh, over the past like five years, it's been an ongoing thing. I'm like, please do not you'll, let. You'll find out. That's what I'm going through right now. And it, it sucks. And, and every, nobody else says it. This episode is brought to you by Keeps. Keeps, yeah. They're not sponsored yet. <laughs> I use Hims and now I use Keeps, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, do you? Have you tried? I tried Hims. It worked. It did? It worked for me, well, That yeah. gives me hope if it starts happening. No, but it's it's one of those... It, it I saw start, started seeing changes after about six months. Oh, so it and takes I, a while. I, I would go to my barber, to my bar, to the barber shop and, I, and my barber like, yo... I couldn't do a hairline here because you ain't got no hair. Now you do. There you go. And then I was like, yeah, That's but good. it's a lot of to-dos. Like, you got to get the shit. And, f- and if you stop, it it falls off again. Really? So it's an ongoing thing you have to be using. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to do it until I don't give a fuck anymore when I'm old enough. <laughs> yeah, well, we at a certain age, it's, it's like, yeah, I'm just, I guess you can age gracefully into baldness. Yeah, I, I think once, once, I, once I find my partner for life i'd be like yeah fuck it yeah there you but go. until then i didn't wear hats up until a year ago year or two same, ago same actually that's where i was don't nev- start was don't never. don't start now you, that means it, it you're gonna have to get used to that and when you go to <laughs> that's a precursor that used to be an old kind of urban legend that like it was like a wives tale thing where like if you wear a lot of hats you start to lose your hair yeah because your hair doesn't breathe or some shit no, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't uh, see that being a fact at all. There's no ass. research I'm trying to, to make you feel up. bad, and hopefully you're in the same boat I am now, I, like no, three years from now. I want luscious locks my whole life. I, I, don't, I already have a small head, like I just in proportion to normal people's heads. Uh-huh. Every time I've ever tried on somebody's hat, I got to like, like clip it down. Like I got to tighten it. I have a smaller than average head, mm-hmm. and so... Without hair, I'm going to look like, I don't know, like an alien from Men in Black. <laughs> like, it's not going to be good. True, true. <laughs> true. Yeah. But I, I need this. This is a selling point. I already have a hard enough time with women. Then let, let, let the hair flow then. I should. I got the worst haircut of my fucking life like a week ago. I Okay, so when your hair goes back to, yes, it'll to, be, to a reasonable, it'll be back. you'll be like, all right, this is it. I'm done with hats. Yeah, I don't. I don't prefer to wear hats. It's just. It's also when you have hair that is as long as mine, because it's. It was longer when I moved here, and I had kind of had like a McConaughey thing going on where I just push it back. Oh, okay. And that was fine. I was fine with that. I, I liked it. But if you don't spend a few minutes styling that and making sure it's like that. You, then you just look like a crazy person. Like, yeah, then you take the hat off and it looks like shit. Yeah, it's, and wind is your enemy. Oh, so you had like hair in the face type shit. You had what? Like hair oh, in the face. Yeah. It just, it, it, oh, yeah. I'm not even in the face. You just know it's like, whoosh, it's just going straight up and you look like an idiot. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's a whole, I wish I was just like cool and sage enough, like not to care. And be like, hey, my hair is my hair, you know? But no, I'm just in a constant state of like dissociative, like looking at, myself from like an out of body and like wondering what everyone thinks of me at all times it's an awful it's an awful uh place to be did, did you have crazy haircuts when you were a kid yeah i <laughs> tell me you had the bowl cut 
I somehow had a bowl and a comb over at the same time. I don't know how that's even possible Where, where's or the, legal. Where's the, 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 how you call that thing in English? The part? Yeah. Where is it? Is on the cock to the side a little bit or is it straight in the middle? I don't remember. Oh, it was. It was over here, I think, for sure. One of the sides. My mom, my mother was the only person to cut my hair all through school. Bad I never idea. went to a bar. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I never went to a barber. She was always, you know, she would always cut it every time. And so I just was at her mercy. I mean, <laughs> and I never the had. The phone rings. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> she like, she didn't even know really how to cut hair. She just knew how to cut her children's hair and like her husband's hair. Like that was really it. Like. Oh, so I still cut her, your dad's hair. Uh, my stepdad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure she cut my dad's hair when they were still married, but that's just just the thing. Like, if you're gonna be in this household, this is I, I, yeah. I gotta cut your hair. If you can't, just sorry, a, a, frugal, fuck out. a frugal woman. I my my dad cut my hair for a long time too, and 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 oh, it's black hair, so it's just hey, here's clippers. Right, there's a limited done. amount of things you guys can really do with your well, not limited. You guys do some of the craziest shit with no, your we hair. do, we do. Uh, but my dad was like, look, I'm just gonna make it even. I'm I'm not trying to edge up. Yeah. I, ain't trying to do I ain't trying to give you sideburns. None of this shit. Did it's you good. ever have an afro? Uh, I did for a little bit. Actually, what I uh, my favorite thing to do was mini dreads. Mini dreads. So like, like Snoop Dogg's thing. No, no. Those so like I would twist. Oh, so okay. I could actually do it myself. I would twist my hair, and it, it would stay like that. So I would. It would take me about, I don't know, about half a day. Oh my god. <laughs> No, no, but I'm doing it like seriously. It was I'm in the car. I'm twisting my hair. You're just doing. Okay. I'm, I'm at I'm at work. I'm twisting my hair. So I I could I go to school. I twist my hair. Oh, gotcha. So it was all like that was. My friends used to tell me, "Yo, if we were to make a statue of you, it would be you just twisting your hair <laughs> and holding your your drum necklace with your other hand. Like that's that's me. And I would walk around with half my hair done. <laughs> I didn't give a shit. I'm like, this is the work. In, is this is the work in progress. Yeah, half. that's great. And what? it worked. And I, and I, I didn't go to the to the barber shop or anything. I just did it myself. I didn't have to put any products, and it just worked. That's, maybe that's why I went bald because I, I pulled on it so much. Maybe yeah, up top, and my be. hair was thin. And then now it's, it's, I've always fucked with mine too. I twirl it. Uh, what is the Connection with you and bongos. They're all over. And I'm, you have I'm, from Af- I'm, I'm from Africa. And that's, just a, that's just it. My, my uh, uncle is a professional player, uh, and he gave me a necklace when I was nine, and I, I wore it every day. Is that the one? No, this is my fourth. Oh, okay. And so, um, and I started, you know, getting, I don't, I don't even play them. Really? <laughs> A, you like, have like 18. Here. I know I have different <laughs> sizes and, and it, this this is where I fuck up because when people ask me, oh, I love your djembe drums. So I'm like, I'll give you props on knowing what a djembe is because okay. it's a West African drum. It's a specific type of drum. And they go, do you play? And I go, eh, nah, nah, not really. I should just say yes and just shut shut them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> but I thought he's playing now, but my uncle, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, every time. And I think you could get behind one of those and just start doing something. I don't, no one's going to call you out for like you don't play the the. No, I've I've had like like percussionists 
Well, maybe they like, I wouldn't do it around them. But yeah, but they go some stupid comics. It's a gem. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no stupid comics. Go is that a mini pimp cup? Yeah, that's, that's a that's, mini that's, pimp cup. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it no. is. This is what little John used to carry around. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. Yeah, that, yeah, and that's what I carry around my neck every day. But yeah, I've had this this one for years, and I, I never. I never take it off. Okay. Unless you sleep with me, you take a shower, I always have it on. That's, you know, so I'll never... No, you never get to see it. I will always see you with it on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to get to experience that. So you're telling me, the first time we talked, uh, I think it was over at Luster Pearl. I think it was the first time we really... Yeah, oh yes, that is when we met, Luster Pearl. Yep. Uh, You've been in this game for a minute, but you had just gotten here? Three months ago, to Austin, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what, you, you came for comedy? Yeah, that like was... Like, primarily, it wasn't, like... No, that was... Girlfriend idea. No, that was... Get closer to the family. That would, re- that would require me. You love barbecue. Yeah. Uh, no, Austin I, bitches are easy to get. I don't know. I, are they? I don't know. No, they're, um, not. they're not. Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, me and women are tough. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I 100%. This, this move was purely for stand-up. Um, I don't even necessarily care for Austin that much. Like, it's... it's it's fine. It's. I grew up in Phoenix. I think Phoenix is better. <laughs> I think. Oh shit! Just fired. I think <laughs> it's just a more manicured, well put together city whose things work. Uh, Austin is just trying to get his shit together. It really is. This city is. It's. It's like it's being. It's like. I don't know who's running it, but they're ignoring it. Like it's. I don't. It that doesn't matter. The city's fine. Food trucks, great. Um, <laughs> Um, food trucks and bicycles yeah and fucking scooters yes um but yeah no i came here purely for comedy uh i've been what's the scene like in phoenix is it when i was doing it um it's fine it's it's like a diet version of this i think there might be a mic every night of the week maybe maybe um all like concentrated or i don't know how big very spread out very spread out um yeah, there'd be like there'd be a mic in Scottsdale, and then there's a mic in downtown Phoenix, and there's a, a mic in Gilbert, there's a mic in Tempe. So it's mm-hmm. you're jumping around. Um, oh, yeah, oh. it's and I thought that's what it would be here, and so I moved to North Austin, and then immediately found out that all the shows are in downtown or South Austin. So I have to drive thirty minutes no matter where I'm trying to do stand up, mm-hmm. which is a bummer. But uh, I will remedy that. When I move again, when my lease is up next June. Oh, so you don't play playing on staying? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm staying. Oh okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I, yeah, I don't have to love it here to like know that this is. So this, you, you've done nothing Austin since you got here. I've done nothing Austin, like like Austin shit. I waded in a river, uh, called the Green Belt, which was fine. Um, <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> You're so jaded already. <laughs> so, <laughs> you act like you've been here 30 yeah. years. Like, yeah, we got a river. They got food trucks. That's the thing, right? Yeah, barbecue. Yeah, I, yeah, she brought this girl, brought me to this real trendy. She's like, let's get uh, gourmet biscuits and gravy from this food truck. And I had those. They were good. And then immediately had diarrhea. Um, <laughs> almost shit my pants in my own car. Um, and it was, yeah, so it's fine. Um, I came here for comedy. No, That's, no, I, I, I get it. I get it. I'm not. I'm but, not giving. You, well, I am giving you shit for not doing anything else. No, but I don't. I don't know. I don't have time or money to do anything else. I blew all of my savings moving here. Oh, um, yeah, it dried up real quick. 
And uh, so it's just, it's, I'm just trying to be up on stage. And it, also the thing was, you know, back in, cause I moved here from Ohio. Uh, okay. I was born in Ohio, raised in Phoenix. Like two and a half years ago, I moved back to Ohio just to be close to my dad for a while, chill out. I was having problems drinking and uh, wanted to, I don't know. I just had burned every bridge and kind of had no options left in Phoenix. And I just had, I was kind of forced to move back mm-hmm. uh, to Ohio where I had not lived or like been since I was a kid um, and ended up in this just small rural town called Greenville in Ohio and uh, started doing stand up there not in greenville but in dayton it's the closest town when you came back to ohio mm-hmm. um yeah i didn't start doing stand-up there i just mean i uh, i started doing stand-up there when i got there Oh, okay okay yeah, yeah I, I started you, in phoenix yeah i was about to say you told me you, you've been doing it for, for, for a minute uh, since, yeah i think i went up the first time i ever did stand-up was 2013 i think i was 19 so i think it was 2013 um yeah what it had to have been um what, what was the click like what made you think you could just do do it i mean I knew I was in love with stand-up comedy, and I always wanted to do it from the time I was in elementary school. Um, it was like fifth or sixth grade. Somebody handed me a CD. So I had, my dad had shown me Stephen Wright, and I know I liked Stephen king, Wright. The king of one-liners, man. Yes. Um, I, so I knew I was interested in stand-up comedy. I think I was also at the time I was uh, – I always – I have a lot of my childhood and growing up. I don't remember a lot of it. I don't know why. So you had a drinking problem, wasn't it? Well, yeah, not when I was 10. <laughs> yeah, but the, some of the memories me go beer. away. <laughs> Give me an IPA. Uh, no. It was, uh, yeah, I, I'd been kind of dipping the toe into like, I just started to realize at a young age, I, I enjoyed stand-up comedy. And then I th- it had to have been sixth grade. Sixth or seventh, I think. Somebody, a friend of my mom's who knew I liked stand-up, handed me a burnt CD. Mm-hmm. That impermanent marker on it just said Brian Regan. Oh, interesting. It was okay. his Brian Regan Live 99 album. Mm-hmm. It changed my life. Like it, I went to bed listening to that album for probably a year and memorized every inch of it and, you know, every line of it and would just do it to kids at school and shit. And, uh, Is that the one with Mooses, Moosin? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take luck. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good the, luck. One of the best. Take, yeah, yeah, take luck and care. Yeah, take care to of the you. luck that you're having. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <it's> that's right. <laughs> one of the best albums of all time. Um, and then freshman year of high school, um, I don't remember if I found Mitch Hedberg before or after, but the, the, the three comics that are why I do stand up probably. Um, if I had to narrow it down, it's Brian Regan, Mitch Hedberg, and Dane Cook. Dane for, Cook, for okay. sure. Like. Yeah, it's very trendy to talk shit on Dane Cook, but the fact of the matter is he was the biggest stand-up in the world at that for time, several yeah. years. Yeah, and Harmful If Swallowed is one of the best comedy albums ever produced. It's stop to start one of the funniest pieces of material that has ever fucking been made. And then Retaliation, his next album was a double album, uh-huh. two separate hours he recorded in the same night. No, no, he was a beast back then. He was the best comic in the yeah. world. Like in, in yeah, you, you had the Sufi thing. You were doing the the, the fingers. Oh, the, yeah, what was, was it? Is it this? Is that I think is. I think it was. I think it's this. Yeah, yeah, it's like a yeah, like a tuna the, pink and yeah. I never got that. I don't know how that started. I don't know if that's his thing. I, I don't know, but when he built the website, like that was, was that the what thing. It is? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then yeah, but 
than Mitch Hedberg, Mitch altogether. Did you follow the his tour that he had with Robert Kelly? It was Robert Kelly, Dan Cook. I don't remember who else was on that tour. The I think uh, he like filmed it, didn't he? It was yeah, like a yeah, whole yeah. There was, there was a whole documentary Gary, about it. Gary Goldman was on that tour for uh, a yes. minute, and he had to leave. That's right. Yeah, because I, I listened to a lot of Robert Kelly shit. Okay, and then he talks about the tour a lot. And uh, I remember it's like the in it was the in something tour in in infamous in. No, no, I got to look it up because it's gonna piss me off. I know. I, it's it's yeah. I I think it starts with I N the in something tour. No, I remember that, but yeah, th- that's. Uh, so like I knew I wanted to do stand up. Uh but I never really pulled the trigger on it. I I left high school playing music and then Oh, I took the music route. Yeah, well my brother and my dad are both professional musicians and uh Torgasm. Torgasm. So I was 2005. completely wrong. Um but uh yeah, so I uh I also was obsessed with movies and writing. I think I started writing scripts when I was like 13. Uh, I'm not saying they were good, but that's just when I started writing. Uh-huh. And um, I, I had been like 19, 18, 18, 19, and I started writing sketches and little comedy shorts. And then I wrote like a uh, this web series. That's how long ago that was, when web series were a legitimate yeah, form of really entertainment. Um, now it's streaming. Everything's a web series now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they took over. But uh, yeah, I wrote like a pilot episode for a thing and uh, met my now writing partner. We've been working together for probably like eight years. He moved out here with me. Um, oh, that's who I met. Uh, yeah, you would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. He was there that J- night. No, Jared. 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 Yeah. I said, yeah, that's right, Jared. Um, and yeah, we met that. We I don't think that pilot ever got finished, but I we were in the middle of doing it and then went to he, he his brother was shooting a movie. And needed help on production, so Jared left to do that, and then uh, I ended up as an actor in that movie. And you have an IMDb page? No, I don't have anything legitimate that proves I am in any way an entertainer. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> okay, before I, you remedy your, your car situation <laughs> and driving around, you might want to start a website or some shit because you've guess, done some dude. shit. Fucking just see me live. I yeah, no, it's um, I know, I just hate it. I don't like you do Instagram sketches. No, how about that? Uh, See, that's I, what I'm saying. Like you already sound like a disgruntled comic. I know. <laughs> so I don't. It's just I fucking hate it. It's I. I don't like that. I have to like. It's just, it's just to do. do like yes. it, it becomes a job. I mean, there are people who get paid to just do that. A hundred percent. And be like, all right, you take care of the Instagram. Yeah, You're the better. content creator. You got to write blogs. You got to go on IG live. You got to yeah. do a dance on TikTok. Like, no, yeah, you don't have time I, for this. I, I wish I had any sort of drive to want to, like, pull out my phone and be like, let's do, like, a funny Instagram thing. I don't give a shit. Like, I want to craft my jokes. I want to write scripts. I've written thousands of pages in my life, uh-huh. like, of, of scripts. I'm not saying they're all good, but I have put in the fucking time. Like, I have, like, written thousands of fucking pages of dialogue, of scripts, of sketches, of fucking movies that never finished and, uh, you know, and, and all this other shit. Like, I have been putting in that work. But it's like, oh, well, what, can I see something that you've made? It's like, no. Like, we've made, like, a couple things, and, like, maybe you can go see it. And I, But mostly I've worked on other people's things. Ah. And hope we're trying to remedy that here now um, to where we have, like, our own little studio set up in our apartment. We'd like to start shooting a lot of stuff uh, out here. We got a feature script that we'd like to 
you know, eventually get money for to make ourselves. And that kind of requires proving to people that we can make things. <laughs> if it, if so it's not on the internet, things. yeah, if it's not on the internet, it's like yeah. it doesn't exist. But, um, I don't care how great you are. Yeah, but also that script and everything, that's not really my, that's, you know, I wrote it with my, with, with Jared. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not really my place to talk about it on a uh, public platform. But That's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I, I like, I, I knew I wanted to do stand-up. We, we, I met a guy on that movie, Aaron. Uh, Aaron Kyle Miles, I think he's still doing stand-up in uh, in Phoenix. Um, and Jared had already been back then. I'm like 19 years old. He's pushing me to do. He's like, you you got to try stand-up, dude. You got to try stand-up. And then Aaron was already kind of. It was we started. It was like his first year of stand-up too. I think he had just started. Mm-hmm. And then he hit me up out of the blue one day and was like, Hey, I'm hosting a show at the Ice House in Phoenix in a month. You're on it. Get a set together. It's like fuck. So you had to prepare. At least yeah. it wasn't one of those, hey, I think I'm funny. Let me get up there and wing it. Yeah, no, it was someone basically forcing me to do it. That and sometimes got a little kick in the ass yeah. just to get started on shit. I put a set together. Uh, How long? Three minutes? It was five. Five? Mm-hmm. That's huge for um, That's a lot for a first time. Yeah, I, it goes by real slow if you're not doing well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember how good. Jared was there. He filmed the first time I ever did stand up. I'm sure that footage exists on a hard drive somewhere. But right, it doesn't. It's not on the internet, so it doesn't. Yeah, it's not on the internet, so it's not real. Uh, it doesn't actually exist unless YouTube says it does. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I, that was the first time I did stand up. And then. How'd you feel? Good. You got off and you're like, wow, this is dope. I could do this again. Yeah. I mean, you're still doing it. I didn't for some go. Reason. It, also, it was weird. The place is called the Ice House, I realized for a reason. And that is because it's like a narrow bar like a narrow room uh-huh. and then one half like behind the bar where there's usually maybe like a mirror yeah. or something. It's just big plexiglass that on the other side is an active hockey rink with a hockey game going on while doing stand up. <laughs> okay. It's like, it's not like open air to it. It's like, you know, there's a roof in our building and everything, but just right across, like right behind the bar is just a fucking hockey game. And like you know, I'm in the middle of a joke. Somebody gets shoulder checked into the fucking. Are they could know. bump into the plexiglass. Oh yeah, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, I would love to see that footage. A little bit about myself. Poof. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, exactly. penalty. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even know the rules of hockey. I'm like, oh, instigating or whatever. Yes, yes. Uh, they get the fight now. I guess everybody watch. Yeah. Don't look at me. Just look at the game. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I remember not being. It went fine. I don't. I. I doubt I did really well and I don't think I bombed. I don't even really remember. Um, but I did keep doing it. Um, and then started doing long form improv a year or so later Mm -hmm. and started more focusing on improv for a good year or so. Did, did stand up probably a, a spattering of times throughout my course of doing long form. I was also drinking a lot. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, sure. No, no, we don't have to. We don't <laughs> no, have it's to. whatever. It's a big part of my life. No, that's fine. Did, um, how bad did it? How bad did it get? Um, when I was, I mean, I've been to the hospital for alcohol withdrawal. I thought. Oh, I was, withdrawal, not yeah. like poisoning. No, no, withdrawal. I thought I was having a heart attack. I didn't know what was happening, and I went to the ER. And they did an EKG and everything, and then. The doctor like looked at my chart. He's like, "Do you really drink this much?" And I was like, "Yeah." Like I was, I was drinking. I had to buy 
a new, I was living alone and I would buy um, a fifth of whiskey every 24 hours. That's just how I would drink. It was almost a competition with myself. You had nothing else going on that would keep you from doing it? No, that's but, apparently I was doing stand up at the time too. Oh, okay. Uh, well. <laughs> that, that, that goes hand in hand. If you said I had there. a job, I was taking classes or I was thinking no, of some I had old a job, folks. but I was also losing jobs left and right because I wouldn't wake up and I like it was yeah, it was a nightmare. Like from from 23 to about 25 was just uh I was already drinking heavily before that, but I when it got to oh, I can just drink whiskey straight. Um Yeah. And I can like and drink three fourths of a bottle in a night by myself, just watching shit, like and smoking a fucking pack of cigarettes, uh, you know, while I do it. Yeah, keep going like that, you're bald. It's very. Yeah. <laughs> this is another <laughs> fact I just pull out of my I'm ass. Sure. Drink and smoke a lot, then you fall. Your hair will fall right. out. That's that should be incentive enough to get me to stop drinking. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and that and yeah, so I it, it got it was bad, and then I went from the bottle. To, I'd buy you know I would buy two pints. I moved, and so I didn't have access to fifths right around the corner. It was a gas station that sold pints, so I just buy two pints, and I would drink like both of those in a night after work. And yeah, yeah, it was it was just bad. I was a, it was I'm still very addicted to alcohol, um, but I'm oh. not drinking like now. I, I remember you were talking. <laughs> You're walking around with a flask in your mouth. I was walking around with a flask <laughs> the first time you met me. You're like, what would I want? It's like, you, you want to drink? I was like, hey, Ben, you want to drink? He goes, no, I got, I got one yeah. right here in my pocket, I man. I got a flask. I'm like, oh, you're that guy. Yeah. <laughs> walking to the bar like I got my own shit. I tell, me, I, I, I tell myself and, and others that it's to avoid bar tabs. Um, sure. It's just because I'm an alcoholic on the go, Jim Gaffigan. I ain't got, I ain't got, uh, I ain't got time to stop and order, close my tab, all that <laughs> shit. It's just too much, too, too much time. I can yeah. just reach into my pocket. I look away. Re- I stopped doing that, by the way, because it was, it was, it was counterproductive. It wasn't stopping bar tabs. It just made me want to drink more. Yeah. So, but when you're out, you're out. What do you do? Do you go? I have to, there's, it's discipline. I mean, I, I, I got to a point in my life, I had to move to, I had to move to Ohio. I had to move back where I was fucking born. Uh-huh. Like, where I, because, I lost my job and my housing in the same like month, both cl- definitely alcohol related. Like I w- didn't wake up on time to make a staff meeting at work. And that was kind of the last straw for them. I was already drinking on the job. I was working at a pool hall as a server and, uh, and I was already a regular. That's conducive. Yeah. <laughs> and I was a regular of that pool hall before, which was just me playing pool for like six to eight hours, drinking nothing but double whiskeys the entire time. Like, and uh, you know, apparently, I was a decent pool player. I don't remember, uh, but <laughs> I fucked that out too. <laughs> yeah, dude. and uh, yeah, and it just got to the point where I I didn't have a place to live. Jared knew I was in no condition to like let me live with him. Yeah, like he was like, "That's not." He's like, "You can stay here for this period of time, but like, you need to be able to leave." Um, and he he was the one that was like, "Hey, you should probably call your dad. You should probably go back." Yeah, and I'm like, "That I was, dude. I was doing." Things were, despite my personal life crumbling beneath me because of drinking, I was still I was doing like character work for like this show that shot in L.A. So I was I had been. Tell going, me, you had a drunk character? No, he was. Uh, he drank for sure. His name was Dale the Dude. It was for uh, uh, a show called the Movie Trivia Schmodown, and it's like movie trivia, but they kind of dress it up like, uh, like the WWE uh-huh. almost. It's whatever. But um, I was doing like a thing for them, and. Uh, 
I was like, dude, I'm like starting to do stuff in LA. Like, yeah. Like getting, doing shows? Not stand up yet. Um, I knew a good, uh, you know, a guy out there, Mark Ellis, who was like doing, he was a regular at the comedy store. Okay. Um, so I, like it was a, it was a good guy to know, but, um, it was just, I was being able to go out to LA to do, you know, character stuff and whatever. And, um, you know, he's like, move back to Ohio. He's like, you gotta, like, what else are you gonna do? And I'm like, I can't fucking, it's like the opposite direction of the dream, dude. Like, <laughs> what are you doing to me? Fucking, it's right there. Yeah. And so, but I did, I had to, and I had to fucking tell myself, I'm like, there's a reason I, I'm here. There has to be. And, um, I really think there was, cause I, I got out there. It, it, it got, my drinking didn't go down. It, it, I mean, it, it did a little bit because I didn't necessarily have access to the say like you can't buy liquor at a gas station in Ohio. You have to go to an actual liquor store. You can't just walk to the gas station. You can, but they can't sell anything above twenty one percent alcohol. I don't know what it is here. You can't buy they can't buy liquor. You can buy like wine and beer. Wine and beer. That's the same there. Okay. Too. But yeah, you can't just in, in Arizona you can walk in and just get a pint of or a fifth of fucking Jameson at a circle keg. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's not I think that's it's convenient but deadly. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's um I forget what the point of this was, but it, But yeah, uh, you got your shit together by moving back oh, to Ohio with it, your dad. It did, yeah. I read um I find I just realized I needed to fucking stop. My my brother got sober. Um and he was as, just as bad as I was. Get this. We uh the week I went to the ER for alcohol withdrawal. Mm-hmm. in South Carolina, across the fucking country where he was living at the time, uh-huh. he also went to the ER for alcohol withdrawal. Is it a within, family thing? Within the same week. Was your dad a, also a... No, I mean, he drank, but not to where it was ever a problem. Oh, shit. That where anyone noticed. I think me and my brother just... We, had, we were raised Jehovah's Witnesses, and... There you go. And our parents... <laughs> Our parents split at a young age, and that uh, really affected him a lot more than I think it did me at the time because he was twelve, I was four. So, like, yeah, um, I've blocked out a lot of half of my fucking just upbringing. He, I think, really it spiraled him into. He still is a very just tentative. He's a very talented genius guy, but fucked up. Like, hey, every genius is fucked up somehow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they all are. I mean, but uh, I, I just Woody I, Allen. I saw him get sober. Oh, and then he did. Did, did he go through the steps, the program? No, willpower. Did, and did you do? You did willpower? To, no, I mean, I, you're still I, drinking, I, so I it's I not try, really. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still drinking. It's just not a detriment to my life right now. Um, most nights. Uh, <laughs> Catch me in the Friday yeah, night yeah, at the yeah, show. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Except, like, yeah, two weeks ago, and I had a $78 bar tab at Vulcan. I was like, this is a mistake. That's a lot? Yeah, it's a bit. No. Um, I bought Lucas McQuarrie, uh, I bought Lucas McQuarrie, uh, a beer and a shot. So Drunk Lucas is funny as fuck. <laughs> really? Yeah. I haven't been around, I don't yes. think I've been around him drunk. I was around Hans Kim. Hans Kim fucked up is also yeah, funny. Yeah, Hans Kim's <laughs> fucked up. I saw him on Acid, like, two nights ago. Oh, uh, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, no, he was, he just kept wanting to... <laughs> <laughs> he just he's kept wanting to uh fan this fire with a piece of cardboard it's like all he wanted to do for like an hour <laughs> yeah we're camping or something no we were just in riley gilmore's backyard oh <laughs> yeah he, I, I don't i don't hang out 
Neither do I. I it was the first time I'd like been invited to go do anything, and, oh. and I with like a group of comics out here. And I was like, I sh- I should. I need to be more. That your age, you can just hang out with friends. I guess I'm still the oldest one. Make some friends. Huh? I believe I st- I'm still the oldest one out of them. I believe. Shit, man, yeah. I don't want to show up. <laughs> I know. Hans uh, is, I think, around my age though. Yeah, Hans is around. He's like, like 20, 20, 20 is, I think he's thirty-one. He's older than me. I think so. Oh well, then there you go. It doesn't matter. He looks probably looks the same for. Yeah, thirty well, years. That's Asians. They look the same age, and then one day they just look like Yoda. Yeah, pretty much. That's how. Yeah, that's yeah. how Asians age. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine right now. But yeah, even you know, Lucas is. I mean, they're all young, and I'm like, I, do I want to be? We were talking about earlier being around a bunch of twenty year olds kind of scares the shit out of me a little bit. It's I fair. also you can get you can really get addicted to the hang and lose focus. Of that is true. Your material. I'm out here to fucking kill. I'm out you're, here. You're hustling. Yes, I'm not out. And this this sounds bad, but it's like I'm not out here to make friends. I'm not out here to be. All the, right, show's over, everybody. <laughs> thank you for coming, Ben. I appreciate you. That's just not why I came. I'm not out looking here. for friends either. No, it's like uh, no, they no, happen or they don't. No, no, and that's I, I, like I said, it comes off. I'm in, just giving you a, shit. a dickish way, but it's like I I am out here to be successful at what I have spent the last seven years trying to do. Yeah, in the last three years in particular the most I've ever done it in mm-hmm. my life. You know, I, when I was out in the Midwest and that's why I said, I, I had really had to tell myself when I fucking moved back to Ohio, I'm like, there has to be a reason I'm fucking out here. And I did, I, I did, I watched my brother get sober. I quit drinking. I read David Goggins book. Oh, that will wake you up, dude. This, let me fucking tell you. Dude, something. I, like, I hear about, I mean, of course I found out about him through Rogan. Yeah. And, uh, the way he talks and I saw that the, there's a little doc, like a quick, like five minute that piece that I saw on YouTube about his life and what he's come, where he comes from and what he's yeah. accomplished. And I'm like, you're fuck you're in a bitch. <laughs> and I love the way he talks. Cause that, oh, yeah, it's like, great, yeah. if that doesn't like some fire under your ass, I don't know what will. Yeah. Like he's a drill sergeant. You always wanted to have, he really is, dude. It's and listen, I have no interest in being a long distance runner. Yeah, but like, and that's a lot of what he does and what the, his personal experience is about. But the way that book is written, it doesn't matter what, like, the, I was really, I needed to insert discipline in my life. And it has been something I had been avoiding my entire, from 18, I had to leave the house at 18. Because, again, raised Jehovah's Witness, my mom, it was just like, hey, you either are with this or you're not. I had to go. And I had just been a fucking loser from, like, 18 to, like, 25, just losing jobs. I've had probably over 20 jobs. I Living on couches in my car, futons. And never addicted to drugs or anything. I somehow avoided that. Wow. It was, I was about to ask, what was the, what was the step above? No, the, I mean, I've done, you know, I had a, a period where I did coke a fair amount, but uh, I was never buying it. And I, I, but I've never fucked with heroin. I have no interest in pills. I, I, I'll, you know, I'll smoke weed from I, time to time. And I like I'll call your shit. Okay. Yeah. But, and it's a fucking killer. But, um, so, but yeah, it's I had just I'd just been a fucking loser and which I think is my biggest fear in life is just being a fucking loser. And uh I just needed some fucking discipline in my life and I didn't know and I didn't even think I realized that at the time, but I read Goggins' book and people you know Rogan is a polarizing figure, but the fact of the matter is if you're a comedian and you've moved to Austin, Texas in the last year, it's because of Joe Rogan. Yeah, let's like, be honest. Whether or not you want to admit that is up to you. Yeah. yeah but right. like hearing that dude talk about you know, ownership of, of yourself and, you know, being disciplined, what it is to be a man. And then reading David Goggins book, those two dudes 
are are the reason I'm not a pile of shit, like wasting away in Ohio. And then I started doing stand up again more than I'd ever had. I, I was by the time I left Ohio, I was headlining showcases doing 25 minutes. Wow. It was more time than I'd ever done as a comic, and it was more consistent than I'd ever, I'd ever done as a comic. Shout out to Kyle Buck, Indianapolis uh, comic, and uh, Anderson, Indiana. Puts on the best shows out there. Kyle Buck. Check out uh, Uncle Buck's House podcast. Um, and yeah, I got, I got myself to where I was going to be. I was going to move to L.A. 2020 happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you moved to... I was like, let's roll the dice on Austin, which is what we're all doing out here. Again, any comic that moved here in the last year, we are all standing around the same craps table right now. It's a gamble. That's why we're here. We believe in it. And you moved to a drinking town. This is great. Yes. <laughs> yes. Austin knows how I to moved, drink, man. I moved to a town where alcohol is readily available. We have the most bars per capita than anywhere else. That's fine. That's just a more- Actually, I don't know now because a lot of them shut down. But the thing is, we're known for... I mean, we're a party town. We for have sure. the biggest university in the country. One, really? One of the biggest, yeah. When I, when I was there, we're already at 70,000. 70,000? Yes. Jesus. Yes. It was a little city. Yeah. And so I don't know what it is now, but probably as big, if not way yeah, I much bigger. Big. I never did college. I don't know if it's, that's big it's, or not. No, I mean, it, it's huge. And you're like, okay, you're, you, we're a college town, and now we have all these people moving here that got money. So what they spend their money, they're on entertainment. So they want to go to shows. They want to do festivals. They want to do yeah. VIP shit. They want to, you know, experience Austin and all that good stuff. And like, well, you know, that costs money and everything you're going to do is going to be some drinking involved. So, yeah. I'm welcome. fine with I am fine with drinking. It is uh but there needs to be discipline put in there. It's just moderation. It comes down to moderation. No, it, it is. And and tell you what, I um I mean I grew up in France and the fact that and I've said I've said this before but I, I just I think it's good to to reiterate it. Like the idea that everything has to be like it, the biggest the 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 best and everything's over the top mm-hmm. like when i hear guys go i'm getting fucked up tonight like yeah it's probably gonna, that's probably what's gonna happen yeah you know <laughs> anywhere else in the world it's like yeah we're gonna hang out and there's gonna be drinks drinking involved but we don't make it a mission right to actually get fucked up and then when you do the math and i've I, trust me i was that kid that was going out seven nights a week in my twenties in Austin, I was that kid, and, and and drinking was never to me. It wasn't about the drinking; it was just about it was about the music, about the dancing, the, the about, environment, the environment. I just yeah, loved yeah. it, like be like the the what I felt being at not even a bar, just a place where there's music playing was just I loved it, and so. But people who like, yeah, I'm gonna get downtown around eleven o'clock, right? Because shit up. Opens around ten o'clock, so I'm gonna get down there about eleven. I'm gonna go there with a group of friends, so it'll be like five, five or six of us, yeah. right? Uh, and we're gonna get fucked up. And so, but the thing is, we have to wait in line before we go in the bar. And then once we're in the bar, we have to, you know, get our first round. And then you take away all the logistics of being out in a group where you gotta, you know. Round up people before you go to the next spot, and then you got to open your tab, close the tab, order a drink. Really, you have about an hour and a half of solid partying. <laughs> yeah, by two o'clock. In between hurting people. Yeah, hurting people, and then you know, talking or hanging out. So, and it's cheap. 
Like when I was going out in Austin, oh, okay, yeah. I was when I first started whip. going out, and I I brought my friends from France here, and they were like, "Yo, I can get fucked up with ten dollars because <laughs> they had dollar you call it at some places." Really? Like that just seems dangerous. No, dude, it was twenty five cent on gallon iced tea. It was like Jesus. that type of shit. And then like yeah, with ten bucks and you get fucked up. In France, you probably drop hundred twenty by the time you're buzzed a little bit, you know. Yeah. And so Austin's always been known for that, like yeah. seven nights a week. And, you know, that's, but everything's got to be, you know, big. But over there, it's like, yeah, we're just hanging out. If we happen to get fucked up, we do. But yeah, I think I, it's because it's the 21-year-old shit. Yeah, well, yeah, that's never more present than when you're in your early 20s, for sure, when it yeah. becomes a thing you can do. I, um, I also, there's, <clears throat> you know, I'm new to the scene here for about the last three months. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, finally... I've kind of finally broken through where I can like walk into pretty much any mic mm-hmm. and people know who I am. Now there's face recognition, there's sure. high fives and fist bumps yeah. and all that shit, which I is think nice. That's, that's, that's the thing I learned is like, yeah, fist bump now. Yeah. Not even a COVID thing. It's just a yeah. thing. <laughs> no, just, that's, that's what, just what people do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I do going back to, I'd like to also address my comments about how I'm not here to make friends. That's that sounded dickish, and what uh, the what I meant was, I do want to be friends with other comics. Of course, I like. He wants to be loved like everybody else. Just I give do. Him, I show, give, show him some love. I when, need a hug. When you see Ben, give him a hug. Don't give him a fist bump. I need give a, a hug. Give him a hug. A um, big hug with like two pats on the back. I just and a kiss on the cheek. What I what I meant was, <laughs> I didn't move here with the intent to to party with with people. I, I see what you mean. I, yeah. Yes, I moved here to fucking take my shit to the next level, but. uh on that thing that I, I, I do want to be, I think I, everyone wants to be respected by their peers and everything. And there is something on me in the back of my mind now that every time I go, you know, everywhere we perform, there is alcohol. Yeah. And it's like, dude, don't get like fucked up around these people. Like people don't forget that. People don't forget that you're the drunk dude. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, and, like, yeah. <clears throat> and that's something I always keep in the back of my head. You were that one time. What's that? You were that guy before. Uh, yes. The drunk dude in the crew. A hundred percent. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. That, um, make, that makes sense. But, but, yeah. th- but there is a certain lifestyle that has been attributed to the comics life. For sure. And, which, and, and this is, is nothing new. Yeah. This is nothing new. It's like, yeah. you getting get into comedy. Part of that, you sure. get into comedy because you're, and I'm very, this is a caricature. I'm not saying everybody, that's the case for everybody. But there is this idea, you know, you had some, either trauma or you have some issues and you're like comedy is quote unquote my therapy. This is how I get over shit. This is how I express myself. And you know, I look like shit. I don't, I'm not that good looking. So that's, but every girl likes the funny dude. So I'm going to be the funny dude and I'm going to get into comedy. I'm going to stay up late. I'm hang out with the boys, try to get, and I'll get some pussy after shows and then sleep all day, wake up and do it again. You know, that's, that's a, caricature of the comics life and some yes. people it crushes people some of them but what some people get out of it what you're omitting from that you know cycle of a story is the day job if you have one which you kind of need one. yeah yeah you do you do <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's a shitty job regardless it's like it's like a means to yeah. and like you got yeah i gotta eat so i'll be a bartender i'll i'll do you know, I, I work security at a yeah, parking which, lot, which is also you, again. It's like that's that's also putting on you. It's like you, you can't get hammered every time you're going out to do stand up when your alarm is going off in the morning because you have to be at a job. Like to you would think, yeah, 
Yeah, you would think. <laughs> that I makes, spent that a lot of time not sense. doing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You would think so. Um, I was going to ask you. But you said you were a film guy, too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, if I could just do two things with my life, it would be stand-up and movies. That's it. Like producing? Like, do you watch other shit and be like, okay, that movie's dope, like a Ebert kind of thing, or you start reviewing stuff? Like, do you have a critical uh, eye when it comes to movies? I mean, I do just personally, but I would, I would never want to share your thoughts on no, movies <clears throat> not really i want to make movies i want to i want to write oh. and act what was the last movie you saw that you thought was dope i thought it was good yeah oh my god um you have, you have to think back or is it there's too many to pick from nah, i have to think back <laughs> the last movie i saw that was like fuck yeah i don't even you know what that mortal Kombat movie was not bad You said not bad. You didn't say. Oh, that's okay. I didn't even bother. Honestly, I did not even bother. I don't know the source material, so I wasn't going into it. Are you not familiar with the Mortal Kombat universe? So, from the eye of someone who has never cared, I'm aware of the game, but I was never. I never played it. I'm not a video game guy. Okay. And uh, all right, that's all the time we have, folks. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Dude, I'm just striking out like everywhere. Like, like I don't play video games. Every uh, that's just it's. As I've gotten older, I'm amazed how many people, that's a big section of their life is video games. I have a PS2, 3, and 4, and an I Xbox, Mod and Xbox. The games up there. I just, I'm just obsessed with, I'm obsessed with what I'm trying to do. No, all, all power to you, by all means. And, and I, can, yeah, I, I, I totally understand that you're so focused on one thing that everything else is just a distraction at that point. Kind of. It's and I, and I get that. I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. Unless yeah. you're going to play esports and compete or get on Twitch and get paid for it, I have what's no, the point of spending three hours no, like that. and play Ghost of Tsushima like I did yesterday? Yeah, I have no interest in in playing video games. Um, I I totally get why people do. I've played Call of Duty. It's fucking rad. Like I get it. Like. <laughs> I, I, like, you sound like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this kid's in a video game. I don't. I don't. Also, get yeah, it. I referenced. I'm, I'm referencing like a video game that's like ten years old. Like yeah, Call no of Duty shit. Black Ops. Like that's the last I think. You said Fortnite. I would have given you brownie points. I don't even understand how that game works. It's like a bunch of cartoon characters jumping around with weird hair and the building stairs and yeah, thin what? air. Yeah, I don't. That and game then they makes get no sense. They jump from a from a plane. The game is a sham. I. It works. I guess. I don't either. I don't play that shit. I, I'm I an old have school no guy idea. too. I have no idea. I have no frame of reference for that. But um, were you saying the movie Mortal Kombat? Right. Yeah, I, I liked that. Um, I don't know, man. I got my hits. I I can't remember the last one that really stuck out as like that's. Oh, you know what? There's this movie with uh, the guy that uh, played from Game of Thrones. Um, Which one? Uh, Jamie. Yes, Jamie Lannister's character. Uh, I forget his. Uh, in the moment, I can't remember his name. Nicholas Landau. Some Nicholas shit. Nicholas Waldo. Yeah, that there. Yeah. What Landau? A version of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Jamie Lannister, y'all. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, he was in a movie called like King of Something. Um, I heard about it. Never watched it. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, Nikolai. Uh, Nikolai Costa Waldo. Okay, it's not happening. It's a movie on uh, Netflix. I forget the name of it. It's like, uh, it's a prison movie. He like goes to prison. Um, and uh, that I remember it. it like, it looks like one of those movies that you just kind of like pass pass over on Netflix. Yeah, so it wasn't a big, that you're just, yeah, huge, exactly. It wasn't yeah. trending or anything. Yeah, and you're just like, okay. Um, and it actually is really good. 
Uh-huh. Uh, he's like a dude that like goes to prison and then basically gets it. He, he was like, he was a, he, he was, the, he like went into prison because he was, he was clean for like ever. He was like not a criminal or anything. Uh-huh. He just like gotten like a, a car accident and ended up killing the person that was a passenger in his car. And he's involuntary manslaughter. He like goes to prison, basically gets involved in criminal activity, like in prison to survive. And then like gets out and it's, it's just crazy. It's a, and basically like takes over a whole criminal empire. It's, actually very good okay uh, and that guy's a pretty solid actor too um yeah i don't know what about you movies I, shit that was like the last one i have believe me a list of my favorites but i'm trying to think of the last movie the, the, la- saw, the last tough. one i saw i just watched the new suicide squad over the weekend okay yeah i haven't seen that yet the james gunn one mm-hmm. and i don't i don't like superhero movies because mm. i think it's the same shit all the Marvel movies are the same, like that Shang-Chi, whatever is coming out. Again, I could care less about that movie. I liked all the Marvel movies up to Endgame. I liked that. I liked those. That's the uh-huh. chunk. That's like Star Wars for me. I like all of the numerical Star Wars from New Hope to to Last Jedi to Rise of Skywalker, yeah. which was mediocre. But I love the chronological Star Wars saga. Uh-huh. I like that. I even liked Rogue One. It's probably in my top three oh, Star did? Wars movies for sure. It's one of the best Star Wars movies made. Um, I like that. Now it's like, oh, Taika Waititi's making a new Star Wars trilogy. Like, about fucking what? Like, I don't No, care. they have what ifs now. Did you see that shit? About what? They have like Marvel what ifs. Marvel what ifs. It's like episodes of what if Black Panther met this other. I don't know. Yeah, they are beating a dead horse. But that, they because can. it spits out money. Like, that's all Look, it is. We have Fast and Furious 10. They're always, they're, they're always yeah, going to so come up with I'm, new shit. So I'm like that. Too. I, I like the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh-huh. up to Endgame, where that story ended. There you go. You want to do more series now? You want to make more movies? Do it. Don't expect me to give a shit. So the, the thing with the Suicide Squad, what is DC? Right, that's DC. that's DC. I love both of them. I'm I'm cool with superheroes. I it, I didn't expect it to be funny. Oh, I, I mean that's like what the I mean. I, didn't, I I can't say I'm a big like oh James Gunn. What's what's his name? That's James. Yeah, Gunn? James Gunn. Yeah, I'm like oh he's a great director. Blah blah blah. I'm like I. He's one made of, it, some good ones. I I I I'm just going in going into it thinking, okay, there's a, this criminals they would give them their superpowers and then they'd send them on a mission. And we don't. We hope that they yeah. don't make Did it. Did you see the original one? No, I didn't. Okay, the, the Will Smith one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. It whatever. It was- but it was like, okay, there's, there's there's some funny, there's some funny shit in there. But I, I never go into. Put it this way, I watch trailers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And most trailers, I can tell. Actually, most trailers actually tell you exactly what's going to happen. Some tra- they they made trailers longer now to where like, okay, what the fuck would I need to go That's exa- see it? Did you watch the new Spider-Man trailer? Yeah. That's basically, the, they showed you a whole scene from the movie, basically, <laughs> yeah. with the spell and shit. You're like, I don't need to go watch this fucking movie now. I know what, I get it. Like, yeah, so the, Jesus. No, but that's, that, that's what they do now. And then they'll do, they'll, they'll, they'll do the teasers, they do the trailer, and I'm like, Okay, so yeah, what's the point? So I'm ne- I never go into a movie thinking it's gonna be dope, right? Yeah, because they've showed never. you half of it. I, no, I, I, even if I don't watch the trailer, but there's just so much hype around it. Even Black Panther, I was like, 
Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I'm African too. <laughs> <laughs> you're I like guess. you're like their target audience. And you're like whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> what's the country name? Wakanda. All right, yeah. cool. Whatever. I'll, I'll I'll go check it out just out of curiosity, I guess. <laughs> but I don't, I don't I don't get excited about movies like I used to. Yeah, no. The, I remember the last time I was just genuinely stoked on a movie. I. I can't. I really couldn't remember what it was. I, I love. I remember the feeling I got the first time I saw uh, the Raid Redemption, which is an oh. Indonesian film. Oh, I mean, so like, um, like you have to know your shit to to watch that. No, um, it actually got really popular over here. Uh, what year? It was a while ago. Like nineties? No, not nineties. This was. Pro- it had to have been two thousand ten, eleven, Raid 12. Redemption. Yeah, the Raid Redemption. And then they made a second one, just Raid Two, uh-huh. um, and uh, very, very good. Uh, these dudes—it's like the best fight movie I've ever seen in, in my life. It's just these dudes raiding this like fourteen-story building to get to the guy at the top, and everyone—it's oh. like a big drug building. And it's just, dude, it's the best choreographed fights I've ever seen in any fucking movie ever. Really? Yes. Um, the the dudes, the collabor- the 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 group is called uh, Marintau Pictures. Their first movie they ever made was called Marintau. And, uh, yeah, they're all Indonesian and Asian actors. Well, um, they, they don't have the choreography there. <laughs> dude, it's Shit. the craziest fighting I've ever seen. Um, so good. They reuse a lot of people. Actually, the two of the main dudes in those movies were in, uh, were like cameos in Star Wars movies. They've gotten very popular. They're just very, very good. Oh, shit. Um, and, yeah, uh, I remember just the feeling I got watching this movie of just, just losing my fucking mind. Of, oh, like just how good, <laughs> like, some of the shit was was great you watch a movie that just surprises you this is that's the thing like because i've i have a genre of music of movie that like always gets me it's the hey we're not going to tell you everything up front and then there'll be a twist and be like oh shit okay i mean the best example is usual suspect of course sure lucky number 11 dude yes not a lot of people know about that no no one knows about that fucking movie oh my god five like dude lucky number 11 is one of the best movies ever fucking made i can't I've I've and, watched it maybe three times, and last time was maybe like three years ago, out of out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Yo, this is so fucking good." Movie's incredible. Oh yes, if you haven't watched, if you haven't watched Lucky Number Eleven, go check it out. Morgan yeah. Freeman's in it. Morgan Freeman, Ben Kingsley, e. Ben Kingsley, Bruce Willis. Uh, That's right. Yeah, Bruce Willis. And, Who's the kid? Uh, his name is uh, Josh uh, Hartnett. Wow! Yeah, go check it out. Not lucky number. See, that's the kind of shit I like. Yes. Or uh, there was another one that was very underrated. It was called Vintage Point. Remember that? With Vantage Dennis, Point with Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Yes. Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yes. Yes. That movie. And I'm great. like, okay. Here, here's a simple premise. We're going to take. I think it was like 20 minutes of a sequence, basically, and just show it from a bunch of different perspectives. Yeah, from like 10 different perspectives. And we're going to solve. And, and we're going to rewind every time. Yes. yes. We're going to solve it as we're seeing these different perspectives. Great fucking movie. See, this is kind of shit I like. Like Memento, uh, yeah. my, one of my all-time favorites, uh, Snatch, is still one of my top. Okay. Movie's great. And I'm like, okay, you have different stories. You don't know how they link up. And next thing you know, you go, oh, shit, okay. A movie that a lot of people slept on that is one of my favorites, uh, just I will. I can watch. It's so rewatchable. Is a movie called The Nice Guys. That's um, Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling. Yes, set in the seventies. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. I don't remember the twist in it. Uh, what was the whole? That's not really a twist. It's more of just a detective story. 
and these two dudes have to kind of team up to solve this case. Uh, it reminded me of um, what's the Val Kilmer one with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yes, that's because they're, they're both directed by Shane Black. Oh shit! Okay, I yeah. didn't know. <laughs> both of those like, movies are directed by Shane Black. Oh, okay, okay, that yeah, makes yeah. sense now. See, I, I I don't mind those. I don't yeah, mind no, those. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a phenomenal movie. I read, by the way, um, I'm giving away my share dope shit thing. I'll save it to the end. Val Kilmer is one of my favorite people. I love Val. About to talk about the documentary? Was that your dope shit? Uh, no, it's his book actually. But oh, you should okay. actually, yeah, watch the documentary too. I watched the book. Or I watched. You watched the book. Yeah. I watched the book. <laughs> we all watched. I books. set it on my coffee table. Like I'm going to watch the shit. Out and of it flips by itself. Uh, I read his book um, before the documentary even was a thing. Uh, How fucked up is he? Like what? What's the? He has throat cancer. He can't talk. Ah, oh, yeah. And I didn't he wrote know the that. book after that happened. Like so that's what the the book is about. The book's called "I'm Your Huckleberry." It's and it's uh, it just kind of navigates where he was in his life through childhood to all of his projects, mm-hmm. but not really talking about the projects themselves. It's more where he was in his life at the time and his relationship to God and his uh, relationship with women and mm-hmm. uh, where just where he was in his personal life. He's a very deep guy, and I would have never assumed that, but Val Kilmer is my favorite Batman, and uh, Batman Forever is like the best Batman movie. I don't care. What anyone says. Not the Dark Knight? Okay. I don't care for Christian Bale. Like, yeah, yeah. I care for the, the, uh, who played the Joker? Heath Ledger. Ledger. Yeah, which, yeah, fine. It's like, yes, it's a great Batman movie. But I'm sorry. Batman Forever. You've got (laughs) Jim Carrey. As the Riddler. And Tommy Lee Jones as two And Schwarzenegger. Well, that was the no. That was the one that sucked. That was when George Clooney was bad. Oh my bad. Yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right. Was, you're right. Yeah, it's time to freeze. To <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Ice to meet you. Like, be quiet. Really? Was a lie? Well, yeah. He, dude, it was nothing but cold puns. <laughs> the whole fucking movie. Ice to meet you. <laughs> so bad. Chill out. It's like okay. <laughs> Get in the freezer. So ridiculous. <laughs> That was his thing. He loved catchphrases. After Terminator, he realized catchphrases. It worked. Could be he went, a thing. He, he yeah. ran for governor by saying, "I'll be back." I'm sure. I'll be, yeah, he would like he threw like a pipe into a guy in a movie. Like, like, like he like throws a pipe uh-huh. through a guy's like stomach and like nails him to the fucking wall. And I, I and like steam starts coming out of the pipe from his body. He's like, like time to lit off some steam. You're like, okay, Jesus. It's the eighties. Dude, Don't tell me you didn't like Total Recall, the I, first one. I never saw Total Recall. None of them, because yeah. they they remade it with yeah, what's no. his face, Colin, whatever. Did not the first one? No, I never saw Total Recall. It was okay. It's one of those like I saw it in French first of all, so I don't think that counts. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a guy who does a Schwarzenegger voice, like like every uh, like every dub version mm-hmm. like we have a guy who that's his job is to do eddie murphy in every eddie murphy movie oh, really? that's his job and yeah, it's yeah. so recognizable he did all beverly hills cops really that's like funny. trading places that's like nobody else he does he doesn't do any any other it's just that was that's it's his just, thing. It's he, he's, Ed, he's the french eddie murphy <laughs> i don't know what it looks like <laughs> nobody does no but the 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 way he talks it sounds like what eddie murphy sounds like in english that's fine. so it's that's great cool. great casting yeah my favorite schwarzenegger movie is kindergarten cop Really? I love that movie. Movie's great. I have a Not weird a, taste in Yeah, I, I can tell. I know. It's <laughs> I 
<laughs> oh, another sleeper, by the way, movies that you haven't seen. Actually, you know what? I'll save that for the dope shit because I've already given away my other one. So. I try, I try to think of another good one. Recently, like in that same vein of, hey, I don't know what's going on. That would have twist. I, fuck. Uh, knives, knives out. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, knives out was good. I like that. I, I'm glad they're making another one. The Prestige. Yes, dude. Yes, right. one of the best twist endings. Thank of you. All time. Yes, the Prestige was dope, and they, they, they don't. I'm gonna sound old. Like, yeah, they don't make those no that much anymore. No, they don't. I mean, you, there's a handful of directors that they will allow to make movies mm-hmm. that are not about people in capes. Like the, yeah, because that's what works. It's either you get a new Fast and Furious, it's a or there's a new yeah, Expendable that's coming out. You're either you're either doing a sequel, you're rebooting an IP, or you're making an off branch, like some offshoot movie from an already established franchise. That's like all. That's I mean, all that uh, theaters will allow because there's we, no money in no, original ideas, no, and it's our fault because every time they release them. People go see them at theaters. If you people keep complaining about why aren't there better movies, there are. Like there are thousands made every fucking year, and they're at film festivals, local film yeah. festivals. They're they're everywhere. Go see those. Like the reason that Hollywood keeps pumping out the same bullshit for the last ten years is because you go watch it when they make it. Like so, if you want them to stop making like superhero movies, stop watching them in theaters. <laughs> What he said? No, I, I agree. I agree. This is a lot of shitty, and 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 not not, not just that. Is now that you have, uh, you know, the Netflix and all that, it's like that's pulled the rug out from. No, no, it, it it did because um, they don't know they, 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 they just try to um, what's the word? Capitalize on star power. So you get a movie yeah. like Underground Six, whatever that movie was with um, with, uh, not Mark Wahlberg, the other guy. The guy who played at Green Lantern, who has a movie called Free Guy right now. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that Michael Bay movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I'm like, okay, so it was me such see. a piece of shit. Yes, but, but it was like but it's not kind Netflix. of enjoyable because it's like whatever. Well, of course, because Netflix has money to burn. But actually, here's the thing: no, they don't. Netflix no, they're still in the red, right? Yeah, Netflix hasn't turned a profit since 2010. Like they, Netflix, their business model is ridiculous it's the same as amazon's amazon is not a like well i think they are profit i think they actually make profit probably netflix does not make profit they i mean are, the cost of they're valued at a high yeah value value is high yes that, and that's it they don't actually netflix doesn't actually make money like everybody shares the credentials anyway and then they have to pay it's like oh it's so a netflix original yeah you have to pay for all of that if you want to have matt damon in your movie you yeah, want to have a in your netflix Mark Wahlberg, series yeah oh you i watched that infinite the Mark what? Wahlberg movie? I don't know what that is. Don't. <laughs> don't know. It, it was so bad. It's like, the, the, and, it, it, and it sucks because the premise is a dope, but the execution is horrible. Mm. Here's the premise. You're this dude that um, basically has lived multiple lives over the centuries. And you have all these, these acquired skills, but you don't know how you got them. Okay. Okay. So it's you like kind of Jason Bourne. Yeah, kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so somebody is looking for you and you're like, because you have this thing and it's actually, and you, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, he founds out and he's like, oh, this is probably shit. This is no, I know how to make swords because I just know how to make swords and that's it. And like, no, you just take place modern day. 
Yeah. Okay. A little futuristic, a little bit, but that's nothing. But he's lived like a bunch of past lives. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. And then, and then it's uh, I forgot the actor's name. Black guy doesn't help. <laughs> Black guy. Denzel. No, 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 no. Just but, with Edgy Four. No, but it, it's like okay, I get the premise, but you're gonna have this. Oh, uh, like the 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 hero trope. Like at first, mm. he's like, "What the fuck is this?" And then within, there's a montage, and he trains, <laughs> yeah. and then he gets better at it. And now he knows how to control his shit. And then he has to go and fight the guy who's the ancestor of the guy. I'm like, no, no, stop. It just <laughs> it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. The, the actually the last one I saw that was just like that, as in like not as, as it was whack. Denzel Washington's son. Oh yeah, Black Klansman. Yeah, so Tenet, Tenet, I, I didn't know what the oh, fuck Tenet, was going on. No one knew what the fuck no, was no, I don't going know what, on. I, I, I've still I fell have, asleep. I still haven't seen it because I just heard everyone no, say no, the nobody same knows. shit. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't, like, Chris Nolan is a great fucking director. Yes. But when you go out of your way to confuse people, like, I, like, no, I don't, I don't no care. Sense. I don't want to watch the movie. I'm sorry. And that guy has, like, two facial expressions the entire movie. He's <laughs> oh, either shocked or serious. No, 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 the black guy. Oh, okay. The Washington, the, I'm I stoked his name. for, I'm hopefully stoked for the new Batman. I mean, I'm not. Wait, doesn't. Oh, that's right. The Batman. Uh, 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 just, I know. Robert just Pattinson. Put in yeah, just, just, you know what? How many times are we going to tell that story? I'm tired of Spider-Man. I, believe me. I'm tired. I know. People will go see it. Of course. Because it's will. fucking Twilight, dude. It's Spider-Man and Batman are my two dudes. I'm, I will always see a Spider-Man movie. I will always see a Batman movie. If they make stop another, go if, stop seeing him. You Batman doesn't count. He's classic. Uh, he no. was the first. He was the original. No, Superman was the original. But uh, that was the original. Yeah, I'll what? play the game, but stop with the f- story. Yeah, no, I would like to see more. But it's who's, like, the, who's the villain? Do you know? In the Batman, the Pattinson one. Uh, yeah, they. It's like there's a rotating few. Um, well, oh, I know who the actor is. I believe it's um, fuck. What is that kid's name? He's a good actor. I forget. Well, who who does it play? I don't know. What villain? Um, I, I don't know. I, think I mean, it's if you bring back, I think it's the Riddler. Okay, uh, done that. I think, but like, kind of, but like, yeah, it wasn't the pro- it wasn't the main one. But I mean, if if you're gonna say, I mean, let's be honest, the the, the Joker was the guy. Joker's this, the best villain ever created. What, sure. Period. From from what I've heard about this movie, though, uh huh, this movie is like Batman the Detective. It's like he's trying to, he's like working a case this whole movie. That's like more what it is. You're more seeing him as a detective. There's still like he's fighting rad. poor people yeah, as a rich still, guy still. I see, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> he's still like a rad dude that like does martial arts and shit. But like I think it's more of a detective story, which I'm totally down for. Did you see there's a movie that no one saw that uh Edward Norton spent a lot of his own money making called Motherless Brooklyn? No. Which was uh I, no one saw it. I thought it was great. Yeah, no one did, uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, I saw it. I thought it was great. I watched Infinite. <laughs> yeah, you watched a <laughs> shitty Mark Wahlberg movie about a sword maker. Uh, <laughs> this is a story where he's like – it's like takes place in the 30s or something, and he's a detective. where he, He's an assistant to a PI who uh-huh. is Bruce Willis, and he gets – Bruce Willis gets shot. He's in the hospital in like a coma or some Bruce shit. Bruce Willis plays a, a cop. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, PI – Okay, cop. Different. Cop and who looks for Edward shit. Edward Norton has Tourette's in the movie oh, in the 30s, which no one really knows what that is yet. It's an interesting little thing. And he has to kind of work this case. And it's, uh, it's, it's, a good, it's a very detective noir type of thing. Alec Baldwin plays the 
the villain based off of a real guy that basically mm-hmm. ran New York forever under the guise of being the the parks and recreation director. And he basically is it, ba- is it based on something? Yeah, it's yes. If you hear Edward Norton talk about it, it is, but they don't come out and say that really in the movie. But it it is based off of a figure uh, in New York history that not a lot of people know about. He ran New York. He is the reason mayors got elected. He's the reason the Dodgers left New York. Like he's the region, the reason skyscrapers got built where they were. He was the crime lord of New York for decades. Um, Wait, and, is it one of the guys that got busted by? Um, this is bad. I mean, this is in like the thirties. Oh, thirties. Like, never yeah, mind. I'm, I'm thinking eighties yeah. with uh, Giuliani and shit. Maybe it was the thirties. Maybe it was the fifties to something. It was a long time okay. ago. Uh, it was a very, very long time ago. Um, but yeah, it's a good movie. That movie surprised me. And that movie, again, not the standard XYZ. I'll tell you the shittiest movie I've seen recently. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I, we were laughing. Uh-huh. We were laughing watching this movie. Right. Is The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. I didn't even know. No, not for me. That movie. No. Nah. See, what, 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 what streaming service was it on? Uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean. still. It's like you, you just, just capitalize it. Okay, it's, it's Pratt on it. That movie is so bad. Like it just it's so by the numbers. This uh-huh. is this is how movies are made. Like, I'm telling you, man, it's just exposition dump within the first three pages. We know what he literally says, I've always dreamed of being blank. You're like, <laughs> okay. It's just dude, it's just it's so bad. Um and not even for that, it's just the dumbest shit I've ever seen. And there's such a clear agenda behind parts of this movie too. And I, I will raise you. Sure. Beckett. Never saw it. It's on Netflix. It's Denzel Washington's son again with the oh, two okay. facial expressions the whole time. Oh, okay. You can't run straight, talking. nothing. The guy is a girlfriend there in Greece? Yeah, they're in Greece. Mm. And they're on vacation. They get in the car. They're tired as hell. He drives off. He drives off a cliff, and she dies. So he's trained in Greece. He doesn't speak Greek at all, and they don't put subtitles when people speak Greek too. <laughs> Which really helps. Really, really helps with the, with the story, with the plot. And and the, he's and he's basically stranded there. And for some reason, cops are looking for him. Like. And there's a um, there's protest going on, and he's caught up in this missing. Oh, that's the thing. I'm not giving sh- anything away. It's not worth it sounds watching. Like four it. different plots. No, 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 just... no. This is this is so bad. So when he if they run off the cliff, and they end up crashing to this house, and so his girlfriend's dead. He makes it out of the car, and he sees a kid with a woman. In the basement. So he go and when he goes, like he's all injured and shit. He's injured the entire movie. He doesn't take a shower. He has he has the same clothes the entire time. He's just running from shit, getting on trains for free, trying to get away from people. And he he goes to the cops and he goes, "Yeah, I was in this wreck, and then I saw this kid in the house." And the guy was like, "No, this house has has been abandoned. Nobody lives in that house." And it turns out there's actually a case for a missing kid in the country and then there's some politicians involved and the guy's just running away because people think that he's he's done it or some Sounds shit very convoluted no no yo <laughs> it's and the the name the, the his character his name is beckett and you're like 
you watch it's one of those you watch the trailer and you go i don't know what the fuck is going on so i'll check it out might yeah. be intriguing but it's just him running away getting stabbed fighting cops and you have no idea why he's involved in all this i had to i fell asleep three times i watched it in four <laughs> sittings i was so it was so bad so watch beckett get high first i didn't I, that's my mistake yeah that's my mistake but it's they don't subtitle they don't sub it nothing helpful yes so watch which one did you, did you where's the movie oh well oh, tomorrow man yeah yeah tomorrow T- tomorrow war tomorrow war yeah the tomorrow war don't watch that get no. high but just don't watch that do something better with your high no just it, it, you know what it's actually fun to talk shit about movies as you watch them. It is. I watched No Sudden Move on HBO. Don yeah. Cheadle, uh, the the good cocking brother, Kieran. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Benicio Del Toro is in there. It's great. Great, great cast, right? I'm watching the shit, and I'm like, okay, it's uh, the plot is kind of... Oh, and uh, Brendan Fraser makes a return to the big screen, I guess, because I haven't seen his Uh-oh, ass. And all, okay. he's, all, he's all fat I now. I him. Yeah, yeah. It's a great movie called uh, Blast the Mummy? from the Past. Oh. Yeah, the mummy. <laughs> That's my only reference to Brendan Fraser. No, it's the mummy. He's in a movie with Christopher Walken called Blast from the Past. It's great. Yeah, nobody saw it. Uh, it's phenomenal. And and so I'm watching this thing, and at one point there's a scene where the guy's dead, and I pause it, and I'm like, wait, hold on, let me let me rewind that. And the guy's supposed to be dead in the kitchen, and you see his thumb move. I reminded it. I'm like, and I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. So there was someone's job to check for that shit. Hey, and man, there, was a star, there was a Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones, dude. Yeah, but come on. <laughs> like, it wasn't even a little. And that sh- it was literally like, there was the shot for like maybe two seconds. And half of that second, half of this, like ha- four seconds, you saw the thumb goes go. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, never mind. Now nah, I had hot host for this movie, but no, this is like within the first 20 minutes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, bad, bad. Overall, and Don Cheeto is kind of eh. That sucks because I love Don Cheeto. I hated him in, in Space Jam. You didn't Space watch Space Jam? Jam. No. The oh, new the new one? Yeah. No. Okay, good. Good for you. Don't. Yeah. It's, I love, I mean, I have a Toon Squad shirt and everything, but it's, I'm going off, you know. Yeah, the real Space Jam. Yes, yeah. Even the director was like, "This is some bullshit." <laughs> from, the, from the whole world, I was like, "What are you, what are you doing?" Nike commercial and Warner Brothers commercial the entire time. No, that's, yeah, it's, yeah. this bet. is so fucking whack. Oh shit. Um, but that's all I wanted to talk about. Sucks that I have to say that. <laughs> you just yeah. wanted to, yeah. You just wanted to bash that movie for a bit. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I you know, knowing that you're a movie buff, it is. It's a big part of my life for sure. Do you want to what like? So you're still gonna put out that uh, the script and make some out of it? We want. I mean, we we want to. We have a feature film that we've written. Yeah. Um. That we plan to shoot ourselves. Uh. You know, I'm casting it. Another buddy is casting it. Um. It. Uh. You know, hopefully we can do it for around or under a hundred grand, uh, which is not that much, uh, in the film world, and um, it could, hopefully it's something we can do ourselves. It's we spent a lot of time on it. We've written probably six or seven drafts of it. It'll probably change again. Not a lot of it. I mean, we, he's Jared just recently read back through and he's like, I don't really have that many notes. I mean, we did like six push-up drafts of this thing. Oh, wow. Over the course of like I have no idea months. what it takes like, to write a script. A lot of work and just I mean, time. I'm sure, I mean, you, you're writing, I don't even know what it looks like. I just see it like 
on, on TV, but right. you're actually writing all the dialogue and then what happens, mm-hmm. like, okay, walks towards the door. Type yeah, of shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, description and, uh, which I do. Uh, Jared um, makes the outlines, like, he, he writes the outlines, comes up with a lot of the plot points and kind of story overview. Um, and then I go in and take the kind of story map that he's that he's written, uh, what we call a treatment or um, a scriptment or uh, just an outline. And uh, I go through and I actually write the screenplay. And then I send him pages. I'll read him pages because we wrote this over the phone. I was in oh, shit. Ohio. He was in Denver. Um, and um, you, you can't tell me what it's about. Uh, if no, you were to do a trailer, right I, I, no, <laughs> not right now. It's if you need a trailer, it'd be all of it, right? Yeah, no. It's um, I will say, you know, we we wrote, I think, two drafts of a different movie, um, before this. Uh-huh. I wrote probably up. To, I think I got as far as about seventy pages, and we just realized we were writing the wrong movie. It was like we don't. Oh fuck! We, we kind of hate, which happens. You know, we had tried to write. I think two or three features before that that never made it to the end. Like, so, you know, to fade out, fade to black, um, uh, which happens. Uh, that's what writing is. But do you, do you actually go to festivals? Like, we have movies, festivals? No, I mean, well, we haven't made it yet. It's just a No, I mean, right now. just to, like, get in the... Um, I th- put his, in the door, or try to meet some people, or whatever. We can, I don't know. I, have, I haven't. No, I, I'm more... I, I'll, I'll write... I will act uh in it. I'll give my time to that to to make sure it it, it gets made. Um I I would love to do producing work um as well. But I'm a I'm a stand-up. I'm a comic. That's what I want to do. I want to be a stand-up that makes movies, not an actor that does stand-up. You mean Judd Apatow? No, Judd Apatow is a filmmaker. He was a stand-up barely. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and then he got to be super famous and gave himself a special. I don't. He. It was funny, but I've never seen it. Oh yeah, I. It. It was funny. I, I watched it. Judd Apatow is also probably one of the biggest reasons I write movies, for sure. But I don't. Don't call yourself a stand-up comic. You're a filmmaker. Like, don't do that. <laughs> well, who else has done it right? Seth. Uh, oh, uh, Louis C.K. Oh, yes, true. Okay. Yeah, I think Louis C.K. is the perfect example. He is a stand-up that then made narrative fictional content, like, and did it well, and himself. And I, I love. What are you that. talking about, Louis? Lucky Louis? Yeah, Lucky Louis. Louis. I love Lucky Louis. I mean, he made um, Pootie Tang. Um, That's right. He made of Horace course. and Pete, like his own series. Horace and Pete, yeah. That, uh, he just released on off his website. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't think. And of then another. just started selling his own tickets and booking his own tours and cutting out the middlemen and the executives, which is why they sent those reporters to those girls. Yeah, you know, he was, was, I think he was the first to be like, "Hey, my my." Special is available on my website. Yep. Pay five bucks. Yeah, that's he started taking money from people's pockets. That's yeah, yeah, why. I remember that. I, 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 like, yeah, five and bucks. And then I'll suddenly, an article came out. Yeah, yeah, because that's what they do. <laughs> it is. <laughs> fuck these people, dude. Fuck anyone who wears a suit for a living. Go fuck yourself. I mean, you gotta. This is the way we're living now. You cut off the middle. No, man. no, no. It's do... fucking changing now. No, it is. I'm yeah. saying we don't need these fuckers no more. No. Their their jobs are becoming more and more irrelevant, and they know I, it. I uh, um, anytime someone has a good idea and then suits get involved, it just fucks it up. No, because you wear a suit because you don't have good ideas, so you have to look nice. Just give the money and shut the fuck up and say, "Hey, go do your thing." Yeah, just do facilitate. 
Yeah, that's all, we that. that's all we're asking you. You don't just... need to like, but what about if we shut the fuck up? Like you, you didn't go, you've never written anything significant. You've never gotten on stage and done anything. You've never been creative your entire life. You're a money grubbing, like hypocritical, selfish prick. Like I, no one, like you, you contribute nothing of any value creatively and you never have and you never will. This is turning into a TED talk. I, <laughs> I this is the most aggressive TED talk. No, What's just- up, bitch? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I'm Ben Howard, goddammit. I'm telling y'all right now. I need to cut this shit off. Who's wearing a suit in here? I fucking dare somebody to be wearing a suit. I don't know why I'm talking like any aggressive. No, but that's, that's true. Like, even when you see uh, comedy festival put on by comics. Yeah. Comedy clubs run by comics. I mean, this, that's this is why we're all here. Yes, uh, that's what's I mean, coming. You've lived here forever. But, like, this yeah. is, you know, we all moved here because Rogan announced he was going to open a club here. And, and it's coming. It'll, it'll be here yeah. in a couple months. That's again. We're all standing around the same craps table right now. We all gambled on Austin. We're all rolling the dice on Austin because we believe that in I would say at least two to three years it'll be the next comedy hub of the United States. Oh, I will be if Rogan thinks so. I think it. I on, think only so. only he can make it happen. That's true. I mean, he got everybody to move if here. He anyway. gives up and is like, well, you know, can't you know, no. club didn't really work out. Got to go. Then, I don't. I don't think it will. I don't think so either. Um, he has, he's the most famous person, and I, yeah, I ran into him in the bathroom at Creek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. W- was he around? He had his two big dudes around him. No, one of them opened the door for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was peeing, and I just I heard the door kind of slam open, and it was just his security guard. But I didn't know that at the time because they got the dividers up at the Creek yeah. in the Cave. Uh, next to the urinal, so you can't see who's peeing next to you. And I just, I just knew there was a, another person in the bathroom. And I go to wash my hands, and I just like look in the mirror, and behind me I see this like short bald dude with a big scar across the back of his head. And I was like, "That's fucking Joe Rogan." Yeah, it's crazy. And then I just started washing did my you, hands like too long, just to like. <laughs> just I just wanted to say looking. hi. I just wanted to say hi. Did you? Yeah, I did. Uh, I said hey, and immediately my heart started pounding out of my chest, which I was very disappointed in myself that that was my it's reaction. A, it's always like that. It sucks, but it was just the way it was. I was like, I don't you look at him as some after- sort of. I didn't. Again, that makes it sound like I'm like looking at him like some sort of like god or some shit. It's like he's just one of the most famous be like pe- people in the world, and it's very odd when you've seen someone on a screen your entire time knowing who they were and then they're like this close to you mm-hmm. and it's a dude who like oh you're the reason i moved here like you're a dude who could fucking you you're know, a kingmaker it, yeah you, dude uh yes yes i and mean I had so like, many people just, i just started fucking i was like oh my god i said a few things i mentioned the north korean girl on his podcast and he he and he was like oh dude that one got to me blah 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 oh you talked to him yes Oh, and, I thought in the bathroom still. Yes. Which, and I knew I'm in my head. I'm like, you know, five, four, three, two, get the fuck out, get the yes, fuck out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just, I got the fuck out of there. I, I said, I, I like what, like left the bathroom. I'm like, break a leg, buddy. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> you'll <laughs> like, do great. What did I say? <laughs> like, it was crazy. People will love you. I'm also in a bit of a conundrum right now with Joe Rogan Uh-oh. Uh, because I have to talk to him about this. I actually genuinely do. Uh, if I see him around, I'm going to have to, like, I've been doing a bit for like over a year that, uh, it's a larger bit, but within it, there's a, I talk about these the, in Greenville, Ohio, where I yeah. was, was the last couple of years, there's this park and in this park, there's like a, just like a fenced off area where there's like five peacocks uh-huh. and I start, I do oh, like, oh yeah, I do a thing whole, about peacocks on the plane, right? I do, uh, maybe I don't know yeah. about the plane, but I, 
I, yeah, I just go off on a rant about peacocks and how they're useless, and I make the noise. Yeah, the, the peacocks make. <laughs> yeah, the, uh-huh. like yeah. it's a very. I've I like make the noise. It's a part of the bit, and it's one of the funniest parts of it. Yeah. And I that night, that same night, I ran into Rogan in the bathroom. I caught like the first half of his set at Creek, and he talks about peacocks and he does the noise. Yeah. And I'm Rah! like, I'm and, like, and it's fuck. about uh, as a uh, uh, emotional support peacock. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, what I've it's seen about. a bit. I've seen um, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we should maybe not say too much about his set. No, it's great on air. But um, not that really. I mean, he's he's obviously you know they test their material. He has shows every week. He's he's here. No, like, no, no for sure. But uh, yeah, I just don't want to be giving away people's jokes. But um, but we have this like there's there's I'm I do a joke that's very that I and I have been doing that longer than he has. I know I have, <laughs> and I have visual proof. I have video of me from Wiley's Comedy Club in Dayton, like early 2020, doing that bit. And I need to ask him, comic to comic. I'm I get he's the biggest comic in the fucking world. That doesn't mean anything to me. Like, I am a comic, uh-huh. and you are too. We are doing bits that are very similar, and I would like his professional opinion as someone who is much more tenured about uh, and, and ask him his advice. What do I do about this? And I'm like, I would like to, I would like to ask him that. I'm not just going to give up the bit unless he says I should. Like, I don't think you should. I'm just saying we're both doing very similar bits. I, I don't know what to do about that, and I would like to ask him. <laughs> like, I'll tell you what he'll tell you. What? Keep it. It's your... Your version of it, okay, yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it's not. If, if it was word for word, I'd be like, "Yeah, fucking drop it's it." It's just we both do the if, noise if that a peacock makes. Did you know how fucking specific okay. that is? It's gonna look like I'm ripping off Joe Rogan. Yeah, but it's like if you're gonna do. You know how many times I've heard, "If you can take a dick, you can take a joke." You know how many times <laughs> I've heard that punchline from from the comics have been gay around. Comics funny, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I've heard that joke. so many times, and I heard it. Re- I heard it recently. And I'm like, okay, what? Okay, so that's it. And then you know, black beat your kids. Like I, the, the whole, I, I I'm. Um, no, this isn't. It, it's just we we have similar bits, and I don't know what to. Uh, we just I, keep it. Who cares? People care. I, we have similar bits. To we both make the noise a peacock is making. That's so now, he oddly goes, he goes, similar. He goes bad. And you go somewhere. I, somewhere I else. do uh, the actual noise that it makes. Yeah, exactly. So, but, but it doesn't. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. When I saw when I saw him do the bit of Vulcan, I laughed every time he go. He went. Bah! I laughed. So, yeah. If you actually like, look, I'm actually doing the right thing. I don't. I don't even want to get into that. It's. I'm not gonna be like. Well, the noise I'm making is. I don't want to be that look, cunt. You're, you're like, like you're like Vanilla Ice who sampled uh, uh, Queen. Sampled, like, no, it's yeah, not yeah. the same thing. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Just keep I the know. thing. I'm just in my head about until, it until until it gets to if it becomes a. I don't want it to become an issue. That's no, no. why I'm going to talk to him first. And the idea of like hey, I'm gonna just gonna go talk to Joe Rogan about it that sounds insane. No, it does. That's what that's why I'm like. I'm aware that sounds insane, but the fact of the matter is we are around the same clubs, and I do oddly enough have somewhat access to him, even if I have to like tap on a security guard's shoulder and be like, "Hi, I need to ask him a question like about comedy." Like, I'm not a crazy person. I'm a comic. I need to ask him a question. Sorry to do this to you, but I have to ask you about this. I have to, and I don't care if it makes me look like an idiot. Like, oh, I, okay. need, if you don't care, I don't. need to know this about my joke. Like, it's a good <laughs> joke. It's funny. And I don't want to be doing it. If, because again, like you said, Rogan's performing every week around here. That means he's probably doing that bit every week. And people that went and saw his show will come and see me somewhere and be like, hey, you're doing the same bit Joe Rogan's doing. I don't it's, it's want about that to peacock. happen. 
Yeah, I know, but I don't want it to happen. I need to fucking ask him. Find out. another bird. I don't know. <laughs> find another bird. No, he needs to find another fucking animal. Oh, so so now it's his fault. It is. Uh, My see, bit is different. so specifically <laughs> about peacocks. He can put any weird animal in there and just make a noise for the animal. It doesn't have to necessarily be about peacocks. But, okay. But I don't think his bit is... Yeah, it's not specifically about peacock. It isn't. He could put like you could have a and he a could put any animal in here. He got a, yeah. It Mine is specifically about peacock. But that's the only thing that's the same between yes, your two jokes, which is why he needs to change it. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> you are serious. You heard friend. me, Joe. Joe, if you ever hear this, uh, he's not. He's, no, of course not. Yeah, no, and he. Does, he'll he'll never you know, know what? Who, he'll also uh, never as, know who uh, I am. Uh, has anybody actually confronted you about it? No, I'm so the one making a big deal about it. So it's never going to happen, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going. If you know, I'm what? the only one who cares about this. Tell you what, when I, next time I see you, if I hear that, I'd be like, "Yo, you know that's yeah. Robin's joint, right?" I haven't <laughs> even done the bit since I've been in Austin. It's too long. You haven't? I haven't had a set time long enough to do it. It's a long joke. Like five minutes, six minutes. It's about that, yeah. Well, his is like three, maybe. I know. It's well, that joke has a lot of fat anyway. I need to look at it, but I like the whole premise of it. It turns into. It's about we don't need great. All right, no anymore. peacock jokes, anybody. Uh, I'm talking yeah. to you. Stay away from birds. I'm talking okay? to you, Kevin Hart. I'm talking to you, Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle. Do not no bird jokes. Others. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want. Uh, if I even fucking hear you talking about a peacock, even just a normal conversation, not even on stage. You know, I, I had I had this thing. I'm gonna tweet you. I was I was uh, I was writing about the word shit. And how it has so many different applications in English. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah like, I don't know shit, your shit. Oh, that oh. bit that the guy does about ass. Oh, so, no, here's the thing. I actually YouTubed it. I started writing it, and I YouTubed yeah. it. And I saw it as, a, because I'm big on language, because I speak three. So I like the English versus French kind of comparison. And then this, um, I think it was Canadian guy. Either Canadian or Australian, one of the two. But... Uh, did a whole thing about the word shit. It was, oh, it, okay. and, and seriously, it was like all the, the, the application of the word shit that I would find, like he actually brings it up in his bit. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. No, I believe me. I've done. And I'm nobody. I'm, I'm less than nobody. Same. I, and believe me, I know. I remember I had to. The audacity of, I was, no, <laughs> I was like 20 years old, I think. And I was doing a set. I got booked to do a set at ASU in Tempe. And, um, I like realized day of that like I had been do because I started kind of after that Ice House show. I then did like an open mic mm -hmm. um, at a club called the Comedy Spot. The owner liked me and had me start basically just being a resident at that club. And so I got to fucking my first year of comedy was like mostly club audiences. That's good. I know. First year. It was very and I, you know, that's just my personal experience. But I started divvying out and doing other random shows um, and I got booked to do this set at ASU. And it occurred to me, like, the day of, that I'm like, fuck, all my material is kind of like for, it's it's like for people probably at at this time, like my age now, and like into their 30s, like the people that go to comedy clubs. I'm like, these are 18-year-olds. Mm -hmm. And I really got in my head about that. And I wrote an entire new five minutes that night. And... You tried it for the first time on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it all worked, right? Which was crazy. I used to be able to fucking do that. I said, <laughs> God, I missed that fucking first year energy. 
Um, but yeah, I did a whole thing on. You're Fla- very disgruntled. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm angry. It's like I've had a sitcom canceled. Yeah, like, that's really uh, yeah. what it's like. <laughs> Fuck you, suits. Yeah. A holding deal, they said. Like, yeah, whatever. But uh, I wrote uh, like a whole new five minutes that night about just shit that I thought kids of our generation would laugh at. Because at the time, I, mean, I was only 20, so it's like 18-year-olds are still close to me. But uh-huh. um, And it fucking worked. But I had this whole bit about how Bruno Mars makes me feel like a shitty boyfriend. And I just repeated the lyrics to Grenade and made some comparisons. Mm-hmm. And it did very well. It was a great joke. I was like, fuck, this is a new bit for sure. John Caparulo, who is a stand-up from Cleveland, yeah, um, released uh, his Netflix special like two months later. And I'm talking word for word almost the exact same bit about the same Bruno Mars song, same shit, oh. start to finish. And I was like, fuck. I was like, that's insane. I mean, this is his special, so clearly he'd been doing that bit for at least a year. Right. So I'm, and I'm like, shit, this is one of the best things I've ever written. I got to let it go. Like, it sucks. It's, it's, it's happened, dude. I, I fucking, one of my first good jokes that I remember writing, I was like, this is a good bit, was about getting my, <laughs> it's how long ago it was, was the opener of the bit was, uh, I got my first smartphone recently. That's how old that joke is. Wow. Yeah. Um, you and really just about sound watching, old. And be, being a, a being about you know being it, it was like about uh, being afraid to watch porn on my smartphone because of the share to Facebook options just staring up at you. Yeah. And um, in Ohio, a couple years ago, I'm like watching this dude do a set, does almost the same joke, and then within that same set, does a Brian Regan joke. Like an actual Brian Regan joke. Dude, about the serving size of ice cream being a half a cup. And I'm like, how do you not know you're ripping off Brian Regan? Like, or uh, in Fig Newton, it was something about the serving size. I'm like, I sent him that, him, oh. that link. I was like, hey, by the way, I'm, and it, we were friends. Yeah. I was like, first of all, I have no idea how you, you even opened the bit with, I'm afraid to watch porn on my smartphone. Like, who says that? Smartphone is so outdated now. Like, yeah, no yeah, one yeah. says smartphone anymore. He said smartphone and talked about, like, porn, watching porn, sharing to face, accidentally sharing to Facebook. Like, like either you did a deep dive on my YouTube page. Like, did and, you put out your stuff? I, you did yeah, I got some shit from a long time ago, for sure, that's, that's on my YouTube, yeah. It's a free-for-all. I guess, but it's like... Go ahead, do it. This is from fucking 2013, this video is. So, like, i clearly been doing it longer. Also, I haven't done that bit since I was 20 years old. I don't even care about it anymore. Take it. It's yours. Like, <laughs> but, like, the more I was like, that's a fucking Brian Regan joke, dude. Like, straight up. I don't know how you, you not know see that one. The, uh, um, there's, a, um, there's a YouTube channel called Copy Comic. Mm. Is this guy... Um, He's basically taking a bunch of um, American comics and then French comics mm. who rip off American comics word <laughs> for fucking word. Really? So he will, like, you'll see side by side. So it's like, like, here's a Bill Dwyer joke. And then here's this French comic, word for word. Uh, you know that, that Dave Chappelle joke on Killing Him Softly about, oh, this black guy, you know, robbed this house and then kept pictures of himself. Uh, it's not clear himself. I'm okay. not doing it, doing it justice, but the the premise is, you know, 
when you're black and you and you're well off and you know you call the cops and the cops come up come to your house you got oh my holy shit yeah this guy robbed his house and then hung up pictures of him and his family oh, yeah. and then you go, oh, oh he's still here and then yeah. you just knock him out <laughs> so this 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 french comic took the exact same thing just translated in french because mm. comedy in france is so big that they don't necessarily know american comics and their references gotcha they don't they're not seeing the same content yeah exactly mm. but so i could take a brian regan joke flip it to french and right. nobody in france would know they do that with fucking talk shows oh yeah they just do copycat talk shows like that are the same thing, same intro music, everything over there. It's just in a different language. It's hilarious. Yeah, but so that guy went on on his old channel is that. It's like his American version and here's the French version, yeah. word for word. And then he shot a documentary where he tried to confront the French comics. And some of them were huge. Mm. Like Gad Elmaleh is, is the number one comic in France. Like the name you just said? Gad Elmaleh. Gad Elmaleh. Gad, Gad, yeah. G-A-D. He, no, trust me. He's a superstar in France. <laughs> I'm sure. Nobody knows him in England, in, in America. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is, he's the, what he did was, once he got big in France, he had a residency, I forgot what club in New York, and he started over in English. He <laughs> started, to, and it fucking killed. And I saw him here. Oh, it did well? Yes. Oh, okay. He, he's, he's, he grew up in Canada, in Quebec. So he speaks both languages, oh, but gotcha, it was okay. huge in France first. And then he, he took his, uh, basically rewrote and started writing in English. And then he had a residency, he went on tour in America and everything. And it worked well for him. But, but he was ripped. Was he doing ripped off bits in English? Or was no, that in just French, in French? Just in French. Oh, okay. No, there's but no way. He knew to, what he was doing. Exactly. Okay. And he got confronted about it and there were articles about it. Yeah, he, would, uh, he would go on talk shows and the news and saying, uh yeah, I was inspired. Blah blah blah. Yeah, see, look, articles, news stories. That I need to talk to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Peacocks will bring me down. Do you understand this? NBC, fuck you. <laughs> sure, yeah, that too. There's some. There are some. I'm really surprised are not converse are not a conversation piece. Bill Burr. As much as I fucking love Bill Burr, uh-huh. I don't remember what special it is. It's the one. Where he starts talking about you know how women argue, um, it's one of the ones that are people react to the most. Is that the black and white one? No, it's not the black and white one. I think it's the one before that. Um, you're I, all the same. I, yeah, I think it's you're all the same. Um, he does a bit about you know like I, I think it comes down to the way women argue, and he starts talking about the, like I'm trying to remember how he says it. He basically says uh, they like if, – if if they're right, they argue the point and they stay on point. Mm-hmm. If they're wrong, they go rogue. Mm-hmm. And, they say, they, and they start saying all this shit you're sensitive about just to try – just uh, – To stir the pot? J- just uh, – they start concocting. That's what yeah. it is. Oh, okay. They start concocting. And he starts doing this with a mic stand. Um, this one statement – That'll just like fuck your entire world up just just to get you so fucking mad that you call him a cunt. Like that's the but this idea of like they they're just concocting this one statement. Uh-huh. Dane Cook, way before that special came out. Yeah, it was I either I don't think it's Vicious Circle. It might be Vicious Circle. Okay, it's either Vicious Circle or um, Retaliation. One of the discs. I think it's Vicious Circle, but it could be Retaliation. Um, it's Dane Cook. Okay. Yeah. Dane Cook has a special. 
that's a whole bit of they concoct this one statement mm-hmm. that well you're just stupid like your father and he and he goes off on that it's the same fucking bit like especially the and i'm not saying billboard stole shit it's parallel thinking yeah but that that's not even a conversation piece nate bargetsy has on multiple albums i think and i've seen him do it on multiple talk show appearances from when he was coming up about don't shake the baby he had mm-hmm. you know him and his wife had a baby and they give you so much information on don't shake the baby it's like you know it's like, and it's, it's a whole bit don't shake the baby when you yeah. have a baby pete holmes releases his hbo special like a year or two ago like two years ago his opening bit about having a kid is how much they tell you not to shake the baby and i'm like how do you not know how how is that just as you as a comic how did that just miss it's the it's same fucking bit dude it it's could the be the same, same premise but different there's different slant on it i guess but even if it's even if the premise is that fucking close then why do the joke right something okay else. so the um I have just amazed this, that hasn't come up. It's not even a conversation. I, I have a and I love Pete Holmes, by the way. He's one of the comics when I first started that was very he messaged me back on Facebook once before he was really even big. It and you was started, very encouraging. You started me. a diary that day and took a screenshot and I framed did. it. <laughs> I did screenshot the I did screenshot the reply. Oh, of course you did. Of course you did. So like Trevor Noah is another one that I mm. really like because he brings in that, hey, I'm not from around here, so I'm going to point out some crazy shit that Americans people do. American people do. Right. Right. Which is, if, if you're not from America, it's, it's, a, it's an easy perspective to bring because it kind of puts things in perspective to the audience, right? Even if your audience is, is full of foreigners or immigrants, right? And um, I've seen him live, and he does this thing about, woohoo! Oh, like girls um, doing that? Yeah, girls doing yeah, woohoo. Yeah. And I have a bit about woohoo that <laughs> that I've been doing. You probably I don't know if you heard it. Uh, but it act, it actually works pretty well. But I'm like, he's not doing the same like the way he takes the, the, the joke is so different from right. what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, so and it's and don't get me wrong, like a lot of the stuff that Trevor Noah does, I watch it and I'm like Yo, yeah, I thought the exact same thing. I could have developed something around that, and I'm not gonna not do it just That's because he has because it. Because you're both foreigners, technically. Yeah, that have, like now live in America and have that unique perspective. That's interesting, and and that that's why I'm like, in 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 my uh, in my material, I'm like, I want to do shit that nobody else can do because yeah. if I start saying, well, you know. Black people, white people will beat your kids. I'm like, yeah, been done, done. Like, I'm such a, I'm such a nerd about comedy because I grew, I grew up with it, and I speak in quotes. Yeah, exactly. I speak in comedy quotes all the time, and I, I watch. I'm a fan first before I'm a comic. I'm, I'm a fan first, so I will go. I'll go see. I saw Rich Voss last weekend, and I was like, holy shit, that was a class. Yeah, he's here this weekend too. That was a master class. You know, I go see, I go see Tony. I go see, you know, Adam Ray that was in town this week, last yeah, week. Yeah, the Romo room. I love watching Tony Hinchcliffe work. I, I do too. That guy's great. I, I do too. And, and the thing is, it's it's like a, I understand the process and I understand, like I, I saw Rogan five times in a month and a half. Just kind of studying. Yes. Because I was like, yeah. I wanted to see how he changed, how his bit changes or evolve from one night to the, right, to yeah, the other. Yeah. And, you know, 
yeah, I met him a couple of times, but I, 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 but it's like, that's what I'm interested in. And so I totally understand the, Hey, I have an idea about this. I'm going to develop it, but I'm going to take a left and someone else going to have the same idea and take it to the right. At the end of the day, there's only so much you can talk about. And I'm, I'm, sure. at, I'm, I'm at a point now where there's certain like genre uh, of comedy that I'm like, okay, I've seen this shit. If you're doing, if you're a black comic and you're, and you're doing the preacher type of comedy, I'm like, look, Cat Williams does it. Like yeah. what else you got? Uh, gotcha, gotcha, you know, yeah. if you're doing black people, white people, kind of comparisons unless it's a, it's it's um it's a concept that hasn't been touched before sure. yeah. which i'm sure there's tons but it's the same it's That's the kids what, dude, it's i you will never you will never and this is a promise to you the public um uh, you will never hear me get on stage and start talking about white privilege or white guilt. Yeah, so like racism, a, like the big one right Jesus now. Jesus, fuck. Everyone wants to talk about trannies and fucking uh and race and white privilege. And gender. That's all anyone wants to fucking talk about. It's a, there's a, there's a, there's a mic with 25 comics on it. 19 of them have jokes that are the same fucking premise. That's I want to say the N word and it's racism shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. A lot of white comics, yeah, joking about saying the N word. It's like, dude, just fine. If that's really what you find deeply funny, or do you just think it's current events and that's what you're talking about? Cause I, I, I write silly <laughs> shit about fucking up a handshake. I write, well, you know, why do we still sell ski masks? Only criminals are buying them. Like you yeah, know, so the, shit like exactly. it's just left field shit. Like that's my lane. I grew up on fucking Brian Regan, Mitch Hedberg, and Dane Cook, who were just talking about <laughs> Pete Holmes. His first album is, I think, genius. Just random shit that 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 you personally find funny. You want to talk about politics? You want to talk about what fucking people are tweeting and like Facebooking about shit? Go for it. But that shit's going to be old within two years, and you're not going to have shit to talk about. Yeah, anymore. I mean, I, one thing I've noticed is that. Usually the opening joke is about something current. So like OnlyFans, for example, is the is the last one. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody comes up and goes, Yeah, you know, OnlyFans, they they reverted their stuff, so now I can get back into my porn. This is great. Or why why would I why would I get OnlyFans or when it's free on X videos or whatever, Pornhub. Yeah. What, yeah. Whatever. And I'm like, everybody has that line, then they get into their shit. I I I kinda get that as a like a, a gateway opening thing just to get it. Oh yeah. Only fans, you know, only fans. Yeah. yeah this is going on. Yeah. And then you get into your shit. I mentioned COVID. I don't even have a COVID. The only, I literally only mention it to slide into this thing about moving to Texas. They're like, if they start these lockdowns again, I'm glad to be here in Texas where we have more freedom. Uh, and the, the, the joke is that's a giveaway, man. What? <laughs> yeah. Like Texas would, it's freedom. Yeah, People will clap at that. Yeah, exactly. That's the joke. It's setting up like that's how. That's why I moved here. Yeah. Like you know, that's how Texas was advertised. There's more freedom in Texas. I had heard tales of all this star-spangled, red, white, and blue American freedom. Dude, mm -hmm. So I fucking came here, and immediately tried to buy liquor on a Sunday. That, <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's. that's so, so, that, but I I get that. But I, what I'm saying is, if you're trying to build. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't have a COVID joke. I don't. No, care. no, I'm not, I'm not saying you do, but yeah, I'm saying yeah. in, in 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 general. I get the, the the topical as in current events type I do shit. Too. I'm not slamming just, people. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. I mean, I I, I totally if, was, but <laughs> you totally were too. I you do. Disgruntled. I know. I'm just, <laughs> eh, fuck you, all of you. I ain't coming to make friends, you fuckers. <laughs> yeah, I didn't come I here to, to make focus friends. on my craft. It's gonna be the name of this episode. Ben Howard didn't come here to make friends. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. I'll name it that. I don't care. I bet you will. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, man. We're gonna wrap it up. This this is good. This is good, man. Welcome to your TED Talk. Yes, you, you can it's, get off your podium now. Yeah, <laughs> you're so boxed. <laughs> yeah, he had a soapbox. Yeah, he had a very opinionated. I'm a very opinionated person who also doesn't care. But this is exactly like what I meant. Is exactly what I thought, and you you nailed it. Oh, that's. I'm glad you I, nailed it. I'm glad I'm like, I, I I parred the hole. You you met you met my expectations. Good. <laughs> That's all I really want to do in his life. Yeah, he wants. I'll be your black friend. Thank you. I need one. <laughs> I'll be token. Fuck it. Good. Yes, and you have like an accent. You're like real black. You're like I'm African black, hundred percent born born there. So yeah, this card. is double. Like, forget all the like. He's African got fucking American. bongos, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks African. Yeah. Africans are like I don't care. He yeah, speaks exactly. African. I was gonna say, he speaks African. Which language? It doesn't fucking matter. No, it, you know what it is? Is he speaks African? Which one? French? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Francis Ngannou speaks French. So I don't want to hear it. Oh yeah, dude. Thank you for having me on. I really do appreciate it. All right, what's your dope shit? You didn't know. You're... Um, the movie. It's a 2016 movie starring Ben Affleck. It's called The Accountant. Oh yes. No one saw that movie. I did. And it's fucking great. Yes, it you is. You want to talk about some cool twists at the end? Yes. I mean, I mean, the best kind of that kind of story since like Jason Bourne. Like it's a. I would put Gone Girl up there with him. I've never seen Gone Girl. I missed that. If one. you like that, watch I, Gone I've, Girl yeah, and you will things. be like, holy yeah. shit. But I say, it's long. Yeah, I would but say. Uh, uh, yeah, The Accountant, Ben Affleck. It's probably my favorite role Ben Affleck has ever been in. Um, maybe until I see Gone Girl. No, oh, yeah, I think uh, Gone Girl beats it. Watch the Val Kilmer documentary. Read his book. Read David Goggins' book. Read American on Purpose by Craig Ferguson. Uh, read Craig Ferguson a comic. Craig Ferguson, yes. Uh, the, the late uh, night talk show. Yes, the best oh. one of the uh, the best. I think late night talk oh, show of all was, time next yes. to Conan. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I watch. If okay, if you want a, a classic Craig Ferguson episode, his best is when he did it with Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. I mean, it's they, like, there's full episodes of the Late Late Show. Oh, really? Uh, on YouTube. Now um, that one, I I, I watch it every once in a while. I love it. The, dude, he flipped the late night format on its head and was just a fucking anarchist. They didn't rehearse. He refused to. He would literally rip up the question cards when guests come out and would throw them up because he had no interest in asking pre-prepared questions. Like it was yeah, the best free form conversational late night talk show format ever. Josh Robert Thompson. Uh, a comedian out of Cleveland, Ohio, voiced uh, Jeff Peterson, the robot. The Jeff, robot. Pe- Jeff Peterson. Yeah. Hey, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was he did all the voices and accents and impressions on that show. Josh Robert Thompson, great comic. Don't sleep on him. Go to his uh, Instagram, uh, JRT Show at JRT Show. That's a lot of dope shit to remember. Yes. Yeah, sorry. You, you, you I, rewind I, it. I, Write I, it down. I, get a pen. Yes. Rewind. Yes. You get it. But we'll have links and all that yeah. good stuff. And anyway. follow me on Instagram if you want. I don't post much like I just ranted about uh, at the top of the show, not liking it. But go for it. It looks good uh, to have followers. So at, uh, what is my, oh yeah, uh, at just call me Howard. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're going to fuck that one up too. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll have the links. Yeah. <laughs> at just, just call me Howard on instagram at ben howard comedy on twitter because they won't let me have at just call me howard on twitter because it has to be less than 15 characters which is a retarded rule find yourself a uh what was your age range again 32 
<laughs> I mean, like, I don't know, like 25 to 33. Okay, okay. Find yourself a 26-year-old who's a content creator. Mm-hmm. Just date her and say, hey, why don't you take care of my content? Yeah, I need to date a publicist. That's yeah, that would help, too. Yeah. I need to yeah just, no, start with assistant first. I need to hang first. around UT, like, and just, like, in, like, in, like, the media department. Yeah. And just find, like, a cute girl who wants to get in at PR. All. Yeah, exactly. Make, make sure you have your hat off and your hair is wavy and all that stuff. Yeah, I got to sh- shave bit. so I don't look, yeah. Yeah, you'll be fine. I can't do that. Don't, don't arrest <laughs> me on the spot. Um, my dope shit is simple. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to Adam Ray. Um, because, and I'm, I'm name dropping here, but he, so he was in town. I, by the time you hear this, uh, this was uh, the week of, I don't even fucking know. It was this week. Yeah, but this comes out in like, Couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, the week of the it was twenty fifth and twenty sixth. He was at the Roma room. Shout out to the Roma room. And uh, I went. I had met him before um, a couple of times. Uh, he interviewed. Uh, he did a podcast with my boy uh, from SA, uh from San Antonio called the Street Report. So he did an interview there, and I, I, I met him that day. Anyway, and I talked to him. I went to a show on Wednesday, and after the show, we're just. I was like, dude, that that was dope. I knew like about half the material he did. I, I already saw because he was at Creek just. A couple months ago. Um, but really funny shit. And afterwards, it was like, yo, back, you want to do five tomorrow? Oh, really? And I'm like, are you fucking That's serious? That's so cool, man. And I'm like, are you fucking... He goes... He so started doing math in his head for like... He was Rain Man for like 30 seconds. Dude. And then he goes, okay. I'm like, what do you mean, okay? He goes, you want to do five tomorrow? Like... That's so are cool. Are you serious? Yeah. And so he... The next day, I get a call from Pat Bernard. Shout out to Pat Bernard. And he says, hey, man, we overbooked the show. Ah. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll drop out. I'll still show up. I want to see, yeah, yeah. see him again. Um, and then I, so I'm taking my time. I'm with my son. And then I get home and I get a text from Adam going, where the fuck you at? And I'm like, I was told to drop out. I still come to the show. And he goes, no, you're up in 20 minutes. Oh, fuck yes. And I'm like, all right, okay, I can be there. I can be there. I fucking, I took the quickest shower. I mean, luckily, Domain's right here. Yeah, luckily, I live across the street from, yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. there. So I rushed up, uh, and then CJ, uh, shout out to, I forgot his last name. He's, he's funny as shit, too. Uh, I think he was touring with him. Uh, but anyway, uh, so CJ was up, and he brought me up. I did five. I did, I think, I think I did well. I recorded it. I'm really, uh, and, uh yeah and then adam was afterwards that's so cool adam ray so shout out to you listen to the about last night podcast yes, great and podcast. uh the other one he had with chuck liddell i Wa- forgot the name of it watch the bellman on amazon prime oh yeah he's also young rock oh yeah yeah he's on young rock so check out everything adam ray's doing follow him on instagram adam ray comedy very good comedy very funny uh so big shout thank you again i was like i i, I text him on my way out like when he told me and i'm like i can't just thank him over text so i rush back in knock on the door and like I, I gotta shake your hand for this man this is huge <laughs> and this and believe it or not that's the third showcase i've ever done really and i did one another one earlier that week at paul room uh with uh kate lois that's cool man there there is there is i i think a saying that i'm gonna fuck up that is you know like you never know when an opportunity is going to present itself. Yeah. So always be prepared for an opportunity and live close to where yeah, and live <laughs> next to Roma. Yes. No, no, I mean, I'll say this. Like I'm not the type to, um, you know, I mean, just like, just like you, I have other things I'm trying to do too, but mm-hmm. like raise a child, 
way more important. Yes. Um, but I think that, you know, you hustle, you grind, people see your face, people recognize you, they appreciate you. And and you kind of you know grow that way, and then people see your hustle and like, okay, why don't you come and do this? I'm I'm not the type to ask. I don't like it. Yeah, it's sometimes it's good too. Yeah, sometimes I mean, of course, you don't ask, you don't get. People will tell you that. But the grind is really where it's at. I yeah. I learned this a long time ago. It just took me year a few years to apply it, and it is, and this is applies to whatever you're doing. But it mostly for me with comedy is like when you have a goal in your life. Every decision that you make in your life mm-hmm. needs to be with that goal in mind. Where you live, who you date, what your recreational time is spent doing, what your free time is. You know, I just said that. Uh, you just fucked around for two hours. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> you know, this is, yeah, but this is a, this is a podcast. This yeah, is a podcast yeah, with another comic, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, what you're doing with your free time, the job that you have, your, your day job. Like, are you renting or are you buying? Is that a good idea? Like, as far as your house goes, like, dude, like, do not put down stakes in your life that are going to hold you in place, and, like, that will not allow you to pursue this goal that you want to pursue. You have a kid, obviously, that, you know, people with children, that's a different story. But it's like, you, you got lucky. Comedy came to us. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I, I mean, I was, but I'm I, like two years in. Right. And so, um, well, he was already, yeah. The girl was pregnant at the time when I started. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those things that it's like, if I don't do it now, when? I always wanted to do it kind of thing. Basically, and I waited. If, you do, if you do something, do it 100%. And exactly. I don't, sure. I don't half-ass. That's right, the thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Whatever I do, whatever I do, I don't half-ass. And it, it's one of, I remember, and I've said this before, actually, Tony's the one who told me. Because I... um we're hanging out. This was before I started. He was in town doing Kill Tony and doing a show. It was at Cap City. And I told him, I said, yeah, I'll do the podcast. And I wanted, I want to do comedy. And, but I got this kid. It was, a, it, uh, my kid was like a one year old at the mm-hmm. time or something like that. And he goes, yeah, but I got the kid and I got, you know, of course. And he goes, he sounded like Goggins just, just then. He was like, the fuck you talking about? That should inspire yeah. you to actually do it better and yeah. get out there and do it. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll do can, it. There's a million ways to give yourself excuses. Yeah, exactly. There's really only one way to do it, and that is to do it. Nike. And do it 100%. Just do it. Thank you for tuning in to Ben Talk. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be on next week. I'm going to do five hours. Yes. Uh, all right. Make sure you follow the feedback. As always, BAK everywhere on social media and on wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell your friends. Uh, we got some really cool and funny folks coming up soon. Uh, Jimmy Clifford will be on. Uh, I think I got, I don't know. Just, just subscribe. Just subscribe. The list is long. I'm trying to get to everybody. Uh, I'll never really get to everybody, but regardless, support comedy is a lot out there. Uh, follow the comics you like, follow, just call me Howard and we'll talk to you next time. Ciao, ciao.